offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Everyone hates getting a traffic ticket, but now there's a way to fight it with offtherecord.com. Uh, our buddy Eric here got one on the way to the Coastal Range Rally. Got a little traffic ticket. Was a little scared. He fought the ticket. So uh, why don't you tell him how easy it was, Eric? Yeah, it's never never a great situation when you got pulled over. You got fines, possible points on your record to be faced with. But I have never had such a seamless transaction when it comes to fighting a ticket. I mean, it was just as simple as downloading the app, sending off a picture, and then they were in constant like communication the whole entire time. And I got zero owed, and everything went smoothly. That's so awesome. So zero money owed, zero points on your record. Basically, you know, having a traffic ticket, it can be stressful, and it was just one less thing. I knew I had somebody there fighting for it, and they're dedicated to it, so they have a strategy that worked out to a T, and like I said, I mean, it, it, it was just a, it was just an easy experience, and it was exactly the result anybody would want, and I didn't even have to put too much effort into it, which worked out for the best. That's awesome. So go to offtherecord.com and enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount, and uh, fight those tickets. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. I'm Brian. This is a Sunday edition. How are you guys doing? I'm doing. Wow. Doing well. Okay. Yeah? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Warren. Hey, you're welcome. How are you doing? Doing great. Especially okay. after my little victory getting here. Yeah. What happened? That was a great victory. Brian, the last two two weeks in a row now, we've uh, wound up on mission uh, on our way to get here in a heated battle. This time, Brian didn't know he was in a heated battle. <laughs> I oh, not. you won? But I won. I did not. He took me right at the end. Yep. I had a good move. You did. What kind of cars were you racing? I was a competitor without knowing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was in my 330 BMW, quiet style. And I was in my 320 E-Class. Yeah, oh, quiet style, super quiet style, super quiet style. <laughs> super quiet style. <laughs> there is no try. Yeah, there were some. So you were behind me when I when there that move happened. Yeah, that was funky, dude. Uh, Mission uh, Street always gets blocked on the left. Everybody knows it. People turning left and it's super busy. Uh, so I I get over in a reasonable you know reasonable fashion with a fine. gap, and then I'm going up, and then all of a sudden someone jumps over. And blocks traffic in the right lane. Maybe uh, that's not the one you were looking at. No, that I didn't may, see that. That was maybe one prior, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was kind of a mess. And then everyone's like slamming on their brakes. It also feels so late in the night for there to be traffic, but then you realize it's rushing. Not late in yeah. the night? Yeah. yeah. Totally. It just feels late. Daylight savings, mm-hmm. you mean? Yeah. That doesn't exist in some places. Um, it's on the ballot, or it's going to be on the ballot in California. I think to get rid of it? It'll get disappeared. How many states in the, in the U.S. have it? Like, um, almost Arizona, every. Isn't Arizona three don't or two don't? Arizona doesn't. Hawaii doesn't. 
Hawaii? Does Alaska? I don't know. Yeah, I'm all for getting rid of it. It's like, let's just stop playing silly games. Just figure it out. Yeah, just stop playing games in my heart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good point, Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, we're tired of changing our clocks, dude. That's right. Should yeah. Make a boy band song about it. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, yeah, like, what the, what's the most difficult clock I've had to change? Something like, like you have to, like, Mercedes W211 is the hardest fucking thing. Why is it so hard? There's just a combination of things you have to press. It's like the, the trip reset and the computer and there's like a I mean, steering wheel toothpick button involved. involved and then if you do anything in the wrong order it gets you out of the menu mm. and you're back to square one how about if you do anything wrong then you end up like going beyond it and you can't go back so you have to go like all the slow scroll actually there is a toothpick involved right you said didn't they van again oh that was a van again yeah so old volkswagens has a digital <laughs> clock in the middle and it straight up the the user's manual says use a ballpoint pen mm-hmm. to adjust it with the buttons. And you're like, nobody has pens. We have cell phones, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to use a very small Allen wrench. You have Thank to call you. Brian up for his ballpoint pen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He licks it first, unfortunately. <laughs> it's all not good. Um, I've played with fire here before. Uh, on my TDI, I changed the language to German. <laughs> nice. Well, on, on and then you're immediately fucked. It's what like, how do I get out? Oh, I can't yeah. figure out which oh. one is out. One was in Spanish, but I, I don't know. It's complex words that I'm not used to. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, and then if I'm you like, for idioma, idioma, what the fuck is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not there. And it's like lenguaje or some shit. <laughs> so you're like, ah, it's like yeah, a sub menu that I can, yeah. all you have to do is get one menu away mm-hmm. or two menus away. God forbid. Oh. And then you're like completely lost. Yeah. It's like, you can't go. Dude, I've never thought about that. Try it. It's exciting. I don't want to do that. I saw that on camera. You're like, do you speak German? Hey, I need you. Yeah, Heidi, every time I go, I barely drive her Subaru, but every time I would get in it before daylight savings just happened, um, before the time change, it was like an hour behind or whatever, but now it's right. Nice. Yeah. So, I, I run into that all the yeah. time. My Mercedes has an analog clock in the gauge cluster, and no matter what you do to reset it, it won't go backwards. Like if it's just one hour, it goes all the way around and I feel like it's going to break at any moment. It's like a really loud ratchet. So, Oh, so it runs, you don't set that. It runs off the, uh, digital clock. You set the digital clock and then it matches. Exactly. That's a complicated system. It is complicated. Yeah. Yeah. I can see like little nuts and bolts falling out. Yeah. What was the advanced Legos? Like the fucking, uh, tech, tech, tech something? Techtron or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It's inside is just a bunch of Lego pieces are about to jumble apart. Not great. Airside. It's being used as a pulley. Yeah. Belt. Yeah. So you set the digital clock and then you hit. Enter basically, and then it goes. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. You should uh, make a take little a video. Instagram video of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure people would be super excited. <laughs> <laughs> it would take me like five minutes to like figure it out. Figure out how to do it. Yeah, and then you just mess up your because you have to do it all the way. Oh, uh, real quick side note: I got a new phone holder for my car. I haven't had one ever, and uh, it's CD hole mounted. Oh, nice. What? Have you seen these? That's great. Yeah, I've seen that. You know well, hold on. Tell me that it pulls... You have a whole CD thing, and it pulls the CD into the player <laughs> and then sticks out just for good uh, a good foundation. I mean, I think if that was the case, it would the motor that's pulling that thing would try to pull it forever or something. You know, yeah. it would just like yeah. constantly be fucked up. How it's, would it sound? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like an uh, inch, two inches, and then it goes in, and then you have a little screw that basically opens a little bit inside of it. Yeah. All right, I'll do that again. Like that. Okay. Yeah, it's like kind of like a, so, a wall, uh, podcast, a wall mount. 
Like you stick a, you know, when you're hanging heavy stuff at home. Yeah, exactly. It's like putting the screw in yeah, like after you put anchor. the anchor yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, right. So Not like a toggle anchor, but like a, yeah, something I'm super like pumped that, on yeah. it because I didn't want to mount, like actually have a suction or yeah. whatever. And, uh, it's in a really good spot. It doesn't block any crucial buttons. Right. When are you going to use your CD player? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it is a little bit near the climate, but it's, it's good for my car. So um, just throwing it out there. Yeah. And what about nice. a sticky suction cup on the windshield with a magnet? Oh yeah. Like your phone. Mm-hmm. Here, those are good. Yep. <laughs> Not in on that. How about the, the sticky thing on the dashboard? Oh, that's good too. Like a, just like a pad. Yeah. So it doesn't go anywhere. It's, it's, it stays worn. Oh, right. I'm out on that too. But, uh, <laughs> the nice thing is it's, you set it in and I don't mean to spend a lot of time on this, but you set the phone in. You sure seem to be. And it clamps. There's it's, a big visual component to this. That's it's a, missing. um, it's hard to explain, but basically as it goes down, it clamps oh, in. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, 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 It looks like a little X. Like I've yeah. seen, and then it, yeah. So, so you, oh, so you can it. just pull it out without touching. There's no clicking, one, no snapping. And one hand, you can pull it out and it opens exactly. up. Exactly. That's a cool design. It's very nice. Hmm. Anyways. Sounds pretty neat. But do you have to initially initially adjust it for the size of your phone? No, it's meant for this size. Oh, it's meant for just your, to your exact phone. Gotcha. And then anything smaller works too. But it's big enough for this. Okay. And I have okay. A big iPhone. Okay. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Cool. Phone mounting things. CD. CD hole mount. It sounds weird. So Don't I need to buy it. a CD player. Don't knock it till you yeah. try it. Yeah. I don't know. Do, do you guys still have market. CDs anywhere? Yeah. You do? I do. No, I threw them all in the way or gave them away. Dude, mine got stolen a second time and I never bought any more. But yeah. I have a CD player. I'd like to have a few good CDs for my car, actually. market. I found mm. three on our, in our move and that's all I have. And huh. Yeah. So I still have a couple in the changer. Oh, in there, yeah. Oh, you have a changer. Yeah. But nice. I mean, if you're out this of This is cell, in the Mercedes. Cell, yeah. Out of cell range. I enjoyed that when we borrowed, uh, oh, right. Um, the CLK Black Series. Yeah. 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 Just have some that, that I got nice. stuck and that was, <laughs> well, yeah, you were on some <laughs> bullshit, dude. I don't know what happened yeah. to you. Got stuck with, I don't know what CD it was and I, I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. No. Yeah. You were in the single changer, like in the single CD I was in thing. The deck, uh, in, the, in the deck. Yeah. We were in the, we were listening to changer. You, I'm like, I can show you how to do that. And I never did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I just kept hitting CD instead of CD changer, yep. and I was it was whatever was in the dash, and I was not stoked on that. So the music remained off, and I enjoyed the music the motor made. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's going to be, huh? <laughs> so that's how it's going. That's yeah. how this podcast is going to be. And on that note, what? questions, Warren? What's no. Up? Nope. Not, this is a Sunday oh, show. This is, ah. Thursday was a couple days ago. Dude. I'm all confused, yeah. guys. You I'm are sorry. confused. Yep. Yeah. Time. Uh, project updates? How do you feel? Yeah, project updates. What I still haven't doing? done the freaking blinker on my car. I noticed that when I was behind Did you. Did you so, buy a blinker? Or a headlight? Oh, my, blink, right. my blinker's fine. <laughs> like no, you mounts. need the headlight for the mounts, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, the headlight, that mount's broken. There's three mounts. One's on the headlight. Uh, that one's broken. There's one on the... Uh, on the fender, there's there's like a slot. I don't even know. Yeah, where you said two out of three are broken, right? Three out of three. Oh, okay. And then um, I think a main one is on the bottom, and it's like this big plastic complex piece that like you attach the fender to, and some inner fender liner, and the headlight apparently. Um, and I can see where it's broken off. And so <clears throat> I'm like, I think that you know I I can JB weld some bracket on, off the headlight or something like that. There's our boy. Or, but I just feel like that one isn't going to be enough. So I, I want to replace the one that's underneath and I go on, like, I, I don't know what to call this piece. Um, and it's not a headlight mount. 
uh, or a, or a blinker mount. And so I go on real OEM and I try to find it. And I like, for the life of me, could not find this part. And real OEM should have it, if anything. But I went through like all the different like body, like the front end area and then the body. They have it in different sections. And so I, I, I would guess that this mount would be like 50 bucks. I should probably just go to pick and pull. Call and Mr. One. BMW and get the part number. What? M- call Mr. BMW. Get oh, the part number. Call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Hey, well, you first one is a diagram. <clears throat> That's what I was going to say. I mean, to you. there's that exploded view where you and can... And then you'll be able to point to the part, circle Well, it. I can... Yeah. That's what I would do yeah. if I was in your position. Yeah. Well, they're going to fax him. I, I, or yeah. They're going to email him a diagram yeah, exactly. right when he calls. Yeah. And then you can look at it and say, like, I need A, B, C, and D. And then it, there'll be a part number, and then I can search the internet for that. Yes. And I can probably yep. just find it. You would it. ask them... Nope. Part, you say price and availability on these parts, yeah. and then they'll give it to you, and then you yeah. can decide if you want to order it. I don't it. know why it didn't cross my mind to go to the dealer. Yeah, that's usually where you get the those yeah. like weird, the weird stuff. Yeah, common. I mean, I was like going to go to like an auto body shop and be like, well, hey, yeah, and but that's what they would do. There's another website called Car Dash Part, which sounds wildly generic, but uh, a lot of body shops use it because mm-hmm. it's um, junkyards who are parting cars out, mm-hmm. and so they'll have like hoods and fenders and bumpers and stuff. So you, I don't know, that might be another mm-hmm. thing if there's a really good used one, but your car's kind of old now, so. I bet you won't get a good used one, especially if it's plastic. I don't know. It seems like maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it depends on the plastic piece. This one looks pretty bulky for yeah. whatever that's worth. But yeah, if this broke, you know, I don't know. It, it could have been like some foul play that broke it or that's something. What I was rather saying. I'm than guess, I'm guessing it was removing and reinstalling or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, another project uh, update. Well, whatever. Uh, I didn't actually do anything, but. My freaking, I feel like my locks aren't responding correctly. No, well, they're definitely not. Like, I'll press the key to unlock it. It's a brand new key. Um, and you press it once to unlock the front door, if not both front doors, I forget. And then you press it a second time to unlock all. And sometimes it just won't unlock all of them. Hmm. Um, and then there's a button on the dash yeah. or like the center console. And that used to work. It used to work great. And I press it and it just doesn't do anything now. I bet you you have a tired actuator in one of the locks. Yeah. I bet you one or of Or a couple of them. Oh, yeah. Like they're dying. That's a thing. Huh? And it might work sometimes like in the right heat or yeah. something. Yeah. And oh. Then, oh. It's just like plungers basically. Or yeah. Was, yeah. 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 And then and if one gets lazy, it's just like, no, it probably might not even have like a, a safety that it's not going mm-hmm. to try to shuts it off and that both try to do it. And, but that gets, I, this is like an important pain in the ass. What to, to change those, or yeah, this can be a pain in the ass. Yeah. And it's a pain the, in the ass to live with it too. It's part of the latch. It's not like the plunger that goes up and down is connected to the actual door latch. That's a big, right. Oh, on the inside unit. Right. Yeah, right there. The, yeah. The electric motor. It's got the latch. It's got a lock Man. on it. So. Yeah, I'm picturing, yeah, because typically you have like the door, you remove the door panel and you have a small access hole, but that would be up higher, right? Mm-hmm. So like to get in there. Yeah. Um, like BMW door, like for whatever reason, window actuators, yeah. door lock actuators, yeah. yeah, they're a pain in the ass. Not always, but. And I guess, I don't know, those window actuators are so faulty that it's like, I'm just waiting for one of those to fail any mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost like I could wait till that fails and do it all. Or just do it. I've done quite a few of those. They're just, yeah. Um, shredded knuckles. And I, I feel yeah. like this is, these are the types of failures that I need to keep up on. Yeah. Otherwise it's just going to, it sucks because then you go like, quickly. I don't really need it. And the next thing you know, you're like using a coat hanger to get in the car or something. Or 
another thing happens with the car, and then all of a sudden I've got a list of five of these totally bullshit things that combined make it a total beater. Yeah. And so to keep it in a, in good nick, mm. I kind of have to do this sometime yeah. soon. Have you used the trunk to unlock the car? No. Try that. Sometimes that's a different uh, pathway. Oh, those things. yeah. So right, right, right. I have had cars where that is it's like, like my E30. It opens, the trunk opens right. like my, super easy because yeah. there's no resistance E30 did on that it. too, yeah. Yeah. Or like the W126, right? Same deal. That's, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, I know that's a vacuum system. It but, is a vacuum, but, but it's, it's also tied to that. Same deal, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's better on a key too. You're not going to break a key. Hmm. That's all I got. No, wait, that's all you got? Oh, okay. No, no, for that <laughs> particular topic. <laughs> Um, speaking of 126, uh, dropped the car off at Auto Works Detailing with Kevin, where it is now living forever, hopefully. No. Um, Sweet. I don't know. Maybe get it back next week. Good riddance is the I haven't asked for any updates and I haven't gotten any, which is totally fine. I just said no rush, but, um, I think she'll look pretty good afterwards. It's already looking very good. I mean, it's quite good. Are yeah. you getting a dense done or anything? No, nope, I already did that. Okay. I'm just getting paint correction and then gotcha. full detail. Sweet, and then so. BAT, right? Yep. No reserve. Oh, exciting. No reserve. So exciting. That thing is really, really, really nice. Yeah. It was. It's so much nicer than my my SEC yeah. was. I mean, like the interior is flawless. <laughs> right. I mean, I told the, you, you, got, you took offense. I was like, I'd rather have a perfect um, U.S. car than a like a little bit beat Euro. And you're like, beat Euro? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, because he thought it was. I was saying it was mine. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Um, I still uh, take offense to that. I know. No, but um, it's yeah. It's it, it was super super nice car. I mean, that car is uh, way newer, right? Isn't it like an '89 or '90 or something? Yeah, it's an '89. Uh, but um, yeah, just it, the carpets, the door panels, everything is just perfect, and there's it's not marred in any way. Like mine had wear in the leather, you know, totally. like just just wear overall. Like you know, the car feels used tighter. Like it used yeah. way harder. That yeah. SEC was like you know. I think driven a lot. Yeah. High, high miles. I mean, yeah. Um, how many miles are on yours? 98,000. So yeah, I, I did get to drive in, in town for a bit. I mean, it's just so, it's, it's absolutely silent, you know, with the windows up. It's just like a vault, oh, yeah, right? Was, like so quiet. Speakerphone with you driving on 17. And yeah. then we were talking for a while. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm in Scotts Valley. And you're like, wait, you're in the car right now? <laughs> yeah. Just cruising. Just yeah. S class yeah. style. So. Yeah. yeah. I drove it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Really, really nice car. Uh, definitely powerful. I mean, it feel, it felt like similar to my car. I mean, cause that is the 560. Yep. So, you know, it'd be close to that, if not the same amount of power. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's such a, such a great car. Uh, I was really surprised to hear you were doing paint correction and all that. I'm like, I looked at it. I was like, damn, this thing is super nice. Like, it's pretty yeah. minty, but I, that'll take it to the next level, right? right? Like, did you get the fit? Weren't you going to do something with wheels? The thing that sucks though is BAT. It's like, and you're usually selling to someone that's not going to see the car in person and a photo is not going to show right. the paint correction, right? right. It's just, it will though. I think this will take any like weird imperfections or swirls out of the paint. And there was a couple yeah. little marks that I was like, he could get out and stuff and. That's good, yeah, for like the detail shops, paint. shots, right? I mean, so it's not like you're, yeah. Then, th- then you start getting. You're trying to eliminate questions, right? It's yeah. Like, there's like a little chip. What is that over there? Can you well, take also me? Also, just yeah. taking it to the next level as far as someone who wants it as like a, you know, preserved car. It's, it's yeah, pretty darn good. So. Yeah. yeah. The, the, it has like a that. little rip in one of the seats. Am I right? Yeah. Driver's bolster has a has a yeah. tear at the seam, which could be fixed. I'm not fixing that. Mm-hmm. It's got a chip in the plastic part of the grill. Yep. I'm including a new grill insert. I'm not taking it all apart because it's kind of like too much. You have to do all the, is it the, 
Is it the plastic welding? Yep. Well, it's plastic clips that are getting oh. kind of brittle. Um, they almost slide in those metal pieces. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, it's just, but it's not like welded like the newer no, ones. No. no, it's not welded. So the thing that impressed me the most about the car was, you know, obviously it drives really well, low mileage, super well kept, all that. But, um, I actually called him. He was following behind, uh, behind in my 94 and, um, the, the gauges, you know, they're all bright orange the way they're supposed to be. And most people, oh, they're always like, they're always yellow. Uh, yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Most people don't know like that. But basically W124s, uh, W123s, uh, R107s, R107s, all of these cars are supposed to, the, the, the gauge needles and the gauge numbers are actually a really fluorescent orange. It's like a really cool orange, but over time they fade and it's very rare that you see those like actually preserved because the car has to be garaged basically. Yeah. They're life. always yellow and they yeah. look good yellow they too. And you it's would like, never it know. looks yeah. uniform. Like it yeah. should be that way. It fades well, yeah, so it all mm-hmm. looks yellow, but they're, this car, they're flawless. They're all like bright orange, which looked really cool. It's, it's a cool look that you never get to see. So on the way to Kevin's, I was following Art in the S-Class, <laughs> oh, and I was shit. in the 924, and maybe like two feet from being completely T-bone, 924 dead, done oh, for. Whoa. A girl just blasted it into an intersection as I was coming down the road, and I went full, as hard as I could right sliding brakes, <gasps> you know, four wheel slide to a stop. And it was like two feet. Oh, she was in a 210 E class. And oh. She just looked at me like a deer in the headlights. And oh. you just saved the day right <laughs> there. Mean, there was only one move I had and, yeah. and it worked. I mean, wow. I would be more concerned about your safety than the car. I, I mean, been, I probably wouldn't find unless she like didn't hit the brakes if, at all. If she, that hit, been if she dri- just went through, dude, yeah. that's car. That would have been driver's side hit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, T-bone right on, right on just him. Yeah. Door. She stopped like a, I'd say even closer, like a foot. I looked back. So, I was like, it was weird. I like, I looked back and then I had a, like, I, I kind of like had a like, what do you call it? Like do a double take? Yeah. Cause at first I didn't slow down. I heard the brakes. Yeah. I heard the brakes. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then I looked back and I realized what was going on. And yeah, the car was like, I, at first I thought it had hit you because from the angle that I saw it, it would look like it was touching the car. It was so wow. yeah. Close. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I stopped, I slowed down and I saw what was going on. You, you probably weren't going fast enough to flat spot the tires or anything. No, no, I don't think so. It was like a residential neighborhood, probably going like 25, 30 or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, uh, but it was sketch. so gnarly. Yeah. And it was like two blocks from Kevin's. Yeah. Uh, it was like right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I came into Kevin's like kind of looking like a ghost, but um, first time to AutoWorks detailing, so that was cool. I've yeah. seen his space before. Dude, I kind of want your car, your Mercedes. You just sold me on it. Right oh, there, yeah, yeah. I don't think I have enough money for put that. Your bid, put your bid in. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool, dude. See if I can uh, help you out. Uh, yeah, we can we can talk. Um, I feel like that uh, that car needs to, the pictures need to be taken uh, in front of a mansion. Oh, like maybe like a nice brick mm-hmm. driveway really? or something like that. I pictured like an executive park, like That's a, what I was like a, say. I, I like because it was like a CEO's car at the well, period. So yeah. like one of these old IBM buildings or something. No, I'm Valley. thinking wherever the CEO goes home. Okay, because well, you know those like like super '90s glass, all glass, yeah. like like that tinted blue yeah. with yeah, like yeah. all the really fake like landscaping. That's well, I'm hoping to bribe the best photographer I know. So Lane, whatever Lane decides to uh, use as a backdrop, mm-hmm. what do you think? Outdoor, 
No, probably in like a little garage. Little garage. Yeah. Really tight, like a like, parking garage. With and we'll just do like, you know, like a really small one. And we'll just do like sections. Oh, like fine. Sectional photos. Oh, like the NSX that guy Yeah, like the NSX really that guy sent us. Do a couple different views of the passenger footwell. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. My favorite is you never get the whole car in one frame. <laughs> yeah. No. That's what this was. Bumpers that that NS, you guys saw the yeah. NSX, yeah, yeah. that guy. Did you see that one, Brian? No, I don't He sent it to DWA a couple weeks ago. I can already picture like, because it's like those San Francisco garages oh, yeah, that are no, underground that. Yeah. and it has one incandescent light in the yep. middle of the garage and <laughs> yeah. this thing is like way in the corner yeah. and, like, <laughs> and there was a couple photos like we're exact same photo and, yeah. and it was just like I think I responded like uh, great photos though you yeah. know like really gives you <laughs> an idea of how it uh, <laughs> yeah because yeah. it was a really, it seemed to be a, it's it's seemingly a, a really nice yeah, it, NSX it was a, mileage. yeah it was yeah. that really cool green I forget what it's called it's like a I don't even know what it's called it's called Venturin yeah slatish green yeah like a venturing. I have a question. Brian. Um, he raised his hand, people. The 924, could Art have taken it on the rally? I can't. I mean, yes. You drove all the way up there. No, no, but I'll say this. Yes, of course, you could take almost any car on the rally. Would you have as much fun if it was dialed? Probably not, because at 70 miles an hour on the highway, we hit an expansion joint, and the whole yeah. end, the back end, like, bottomed out. Boom! Like, yeah, but it was. Uh, but I, I like the way that uh, it happened, though. So, he, yeah, um, Art told me so, this. so we're we leave Auto Works detailing in the nine two four, right? So I'm driving, and I take an on ramp, and like it's like a fish hook style one. So I, I kind of go pretty fast in there, and and Warren's like, "Oh yeah, of course you couldn't have taken this on the rally, right?" And as I merge, <laughs> as I'm literally accelerating and merging onto the freeway. Th- there's an overpass. Oh, you guys that, are both in the car. Yeah, we're both in the point. car, oh, and okay. so that's where the expansion joint was. <laughs> so it was like, slam. I'm like, see, told you. Uh, Told you it bottoms out. Yeah, the rear is really bad. The Wouldn't front, be fun on a, on the a front was tolerable. Okay, okay. Um, the short answer is yes. You could have. Yeah, no, but, but I mean, it's good to you know just continue getting some tidbits in on this. Yeah, yeah. It's actually it feels, feels a lot tighter than uh, just overall the feel of the car feels good. You know, and even with the clutch being a little tired, which is takes us to the next part of the story. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, we did the swaparoo. Remember the swaparoo? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I remember it was uh, very complex. Yeah, it was very complex. So, but in this case, the swaparoo was just literally picking him up at auto, or dropping the car off at AutoWorks rather than oh wait, driving quick out. Quick shout out before we train, uh, transition to uh, AutoWorks detailing. They have a Black Friday sale going on. Whoa, really? Mm, or something like that. Ceramic it's Pro. Yeah, December first. <laughs> Starting or maybe it's only one day, but limited, uh, limited availability. There's some ceramic, you know, like save a decent amount on the like ceramic two or three hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, price. So. Sweet. Sorry, uh, had yeah. to throw that plug in there. No worries, mate. Uh, yeah, so we drove the 924s to the shop, and uh, so down here, back down here in the Santa Cruz area, and uh, so it is sitting there now. You made this sound very easy, but in fact, then you had to get to a. Bus yeah. Stop. Oh, yeah. There was a lot it, of it's stuff such going a, on. Art text me because we were supposed to record an ad for a company that is advertising on the podcast, and we were planning on doing that. And he goes, "Okay, well, I'm gonna. I should be there at four. And by the way, I have a bus leaving at four forty-five <laughs> in Scotts Valley. In Scotts Valley. Yep. And I'm like, that's well, how you the most that? art thing I've ever heard said <laughs> in my life. Like, <laughs> and. uh like at one point we're like we're recording and i when i was uh, i was like oh i was on a call i think yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. but then we sat down did it i'm like 
I'm like, dude, you're not getting, you, you, know you missed, you missed, yeah, by the way, you're fucked. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I figured as much. I said I, I would like to make it on the 445 because otherwise that meant I had to wait another hour, which it was not that big of a deal. But, but yeah, basically that the, it was quite a, was a our, public transportation feat. We drove, I drove to San Carlos. Yeah. We had ramen, mm-hmm. which was really good. In San Mateo. Oh, is that that place on the corner? Oh, in San Mateo. Yeah. yeah. San, San oh, that place. That I haven't place tried. is good. Is it? Yeah. I've, I see it all the in time. In San Carlos across from... The Holly Smog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I need to try that place. They do udon, too, I saw, which is cool. Anyways. Shout out to uh, Najia Market. Yeah, Najia Market's rad. Pokari Sweat. Um, and then we went together to AutoWorks, dropped the Mercedes off, jumped in the Porsche, drove over to Santa Cruz, to my house, I got in my car. Art went to the shop, dropped the car off. I picked him up, drove back all the way across the west side, dropped Art off so you guys could record. I had to pick up my son, <laughs> and then you guys recorded. You took him to Scotts Valley, yeah, with my daughter. <laughs> and Art, you jumped on a bus. I jumped on a bus and took uh, forty-five minutes to get to a train. A solid hour. Hours so rush hour, yeah. To get to a train, yeah. Then another hour. Another hour, and then here's another Art part of this. For Lane to love this, so I'm on my laptop. And I'm typing away, typing oh, away. I know what happens. I get to Hillsdale. Just your stop. <laughs> I went two stops. <laughs> so like after, after two hours of on public transportation, I just want to get home. Like, you know, all this other shit zipping up and down the, you know, but not whatever. really because you're so happy to be typing away. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was sending Randy an email who I had just had a call with. Uh, and so, um, of course I, I then get off and then I Uber from there, which was now 10 minutes up the road from where I would have been. Uh, so good times, yeah. Dude, how about if you would have just Ubered from here? <clears throat> from here? Yeah. Be like 80 bucks or something. Yeah. Yeah. And how much was that? Uh, it was $7 for the bus and around the same for the train. It was like, and then how much for the Uber? Uh, 15 bucks. But you didn't factor in the Uber as a fuck up because he, he wouldn't have, Not he still far. would have had to Uber though. Yeah. yeah. Still so he spent 30 fun. rather than 80 and he inconvenienced you and I. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm down, man. I, uh, that's, that's that's money. I think <laughs> fifty bucks. It probably would have been more than. Did you charge him? Because it, I was thinking about invoicing him. It probably would have been like eighty bucks to your invoice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, uh, Lane, that I did uh, Warren a huge favor, and I drove him uh, seventy miles from San Mateo to his house. So uh, he was reciprocating. So that one cancels. Oh, okay. okay that one cancels okay, out. I, I just inconvenienced you. you. Okay, I gotcha. 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 Yeah, well, good point about that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the things there. Uh, so I'll invoice Warren. Invoice Warren. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> I, same scenario. I told them, you know, take your time, whatever. Uh, it's the middle of the holidays and all that. So that'll get sorted. Yeah. I told him to take a look at the fuel leak thing. We'll see what that is. Hopefully he doesn't find anything else. Did he look at, when you mentioned the fuel leak, did he say, Oh, oh yeah, I know. I know about that. Or was it like, Hmm? Uh, no, he actually was. Like standing next to the car, like standing outside of it. I and, saw him near the passenger door, and yeah. then he crouched down. Uh, and he's like, "Oh, he crouched." Yeah, he's like, "Is that fuel?" I'm like, "Yeah, there's a fuel leak." I was about to tell you about that. And he's like, "I can smell it." And uh, so then I told him what I thought it was or whatever. And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'll check the tank for cracks, and then I can see, if, or you know, if I think it's a crack, and yeah. then I'll check a look at the filler neck thing." Um, um, I didn't tell him that the. I, I mean, I was trying to get out of there, but I didn't tell him about the fuel sender seal, which I know is bad. Another so classic part of this, the story is I was right behind Art basically when he dropped the car off and I pulled in and he and the mechanic both looked at me. I parked, <laughs> I backed in and parked, left my engine running, waiting. Yeah. Waiting. Yeah. yeah it took a while. Right? Waiting. Yep. He comes like 10, 15 minutes later yep. and goes, when did you get here? <laughs> what? You've been no. here the whole time? No, he did not. Oh, yes. Th- that yeah. is 
one of the most frustrating things in all of life. <laughs> I know, because yeah. I'm like, you think you know, yeah, you know that they saw you. We but didn't see him. kicking I, yourself he because looked, you should have, but he didn't, it didn't register right, somehow. Right. I just saw, it, I just and saw it like just something taken, over there, you know, like it would have taken just a little bit of extra time. And if you would have done that 15 minutes ago, you would have saved yourself 15 minutes exactly. of life. Yeah. Exactly. So now, now I owe him money again, right? Invoicing. There's gas involved too. So there's like, that's such an artism. You're like, dude, I literally, I locked eyes with you. And, and this you place is, and by the way, this place is very small. Yeah. Like, if you're standing out there, you're seeing whoever's rolling in that driveway. He was out on the Mercedes side of things, okay? So oh, because there I, is the Mercedes Center. There's a Mercedes but Center. Pull all the way in. Yeah. Well, well now I'm getting a whole different taste. Yeah, yeah, I think you parked you're too far You're basically away. like a, a hunter, like hiding in the bushes. Yeah, yeah you well, How is he going to see you? You backed in all weird. Yeah. An old, an yeah, old, he should have pulled all the way in. An old and Mercedes in a, in a Mercedes, Mercedes shop. repair shop. I just saw a Mercedes over there. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to see what it was, like, you know, getting repaired. That's you owe I'm, art money. So that's that. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully so clutch nothing else. and some other repairs. Uh, clutch and other repairs, yeah. And he was very complimentary. He really liked the narrow body, Warren. I know you don't like narrow bodies, but... Um, we talked about it. Narrow body with some fender flares. I'm down with that, too. Yeah, yeah. Those look dope. I'm in Those look dope, yeah. yeah. Uh, which, I'm going to cool. keep this car long enough so I do that. You know, I'm going to do the radius <laughs> yep, yep, fenders yep, with yep. a little By fender By the way, flares. it's for sale now. Anyone who's <laughs> listening interested in the project... <laughs> I, I can't project afford this repair, so yeah. <laughs> please take it from yeah. there. By the way, too bad it wasn't hit by that girl. I know, right? Ooh, that's what well, I told him. Questioning whether he has even insurance on what? it. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good... I right? mean, you have a right to question yeah. that. You'd be like, well, I didn't do well, it. Well, it's in like some other person's name. Yeah, but, like, bails. Yeah. I know, right? And that's why I like, hesitated. I'm like, oh, Rubber. shit. Like, do, do I bail or... Never see art again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With it, I, and I have the W126, by the way. Yeah, so now it's my... The accident's my yeah, fault. Yeah, it's a good car to get away in, by the way. So it's I mean, yeah. pretty stealthy. Yeah, I mean, I can blend in real quick yeah, after yeah. I escape after Especially in that area. Yeah, 15 sure. miles away, I'm just kind of... Yeah, you're just going to Woodside or... Dye your, hair, your beard gray real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, do the, the, the low hat, the low uh, fedora. Yeah, yeah exactly. Done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because anyone who wants to be disguised wears a fedora. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I think they actually do. It's not a very good <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Like in 1960, it would have worked. Mm -hmm. but, uh, all right, Tesla truck. Who's in? Who's out? Wait, wait. What are you doing, dude? Um, I like it. What? No. I, well, I just have limited time. Oh, uh, limited time. Like I'm literally leaving in a little bit. Oh, yeah. well, you shouldn't what have told you that story about, about your uh, headlight brackets again <laughs> for the oh, second time. I'm sorry. Do you have a project update? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, oh Jesus! Nice. The guy never has one I for know. like fucking five months. Um, <laughs> I to say, of course I fucking do. <laughs> um, my project update can be brief. Okay, I'll yeah, let's keep, make it, keep it brief. Uh, HeelandToeApparel.com forward slash DWA. We all know Heel and Toe Apparel has the coziest shirts, um, the best automotive shirts out there. And uh, it's the perfect gift. Christmas is coming up, Hanukkah, whatever, you know, holidays you celebrate, um, little gift exchanges at your work. This is the perfect gift for the car lover in your life. Even if they're not super into cars, they're just kind of cool graphics that I think anyone could wear. Especially like the sandals on the on the uh, on the pedals shirt. Um, you have a lot of cool stuff. Really cool hats, cozy sweatshirts. Um, they have a new beanie, which is really cool. It's a Dawn Patrol beanie, so check that one out. And uh, they have some socks that they made in collaboration with our friend uh, Eric over at Stripe Design. 
So go check out all their gear and uh, pick some up for the holiday and get 20% off your order when you use the code DWA at checkout or go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA. All I did was I took off all the stickers on my car. Whoa! Including the the BWA? <laughs> what? Well, not the window ones. Not the, oh, the, the rallies. Car, the recording, yeah. yeah. But I took off okay. the orange, the orange one because that was only there to match Does my that, bumper. Are you yeah. prepping for paint? No. But that was only there to match my bumper. Yeah, but yeah. what about DWA graphic? The DWA graphic it's I took off right? because it was... Well, no, it was good, but it was cracking in the edges. Yeah. And um, I would like to... Well, I want to put it back on the front again, but I took it off. I have another one I can put on. Lane, I have an okay. idea. Uh, put it on the shitty uh, fender. Cause that way no, it I know. distracts from that. I know. I'd rather have it on that fender anyways. Yeah. That's where it's supposed to be is the front, right? Oh, right. Like the turbo. Originally, that's yeah. where I had it. And then I had, I put it on the, I don't know. I like, I had it front, right and, and rear, rear left or whatever. Um, but I do like the front right the most. Yeah. And that's my shitty fender. But, um, so you just took off graphics, not bumper stickers on the windows and stuff. Bumper stickers or, on the windows, rally stickers. Yeah, I didn't take off other ones too, right? <laughs> I not just rally. I think I so. Right? Heel and toe, and some, oh, I might have a heel and toe. Yeah, some other stuff. But um, maybe. But I did not take those off. I took the orange graphics off, and I took the DWA fender graphic off. And then I would like to, I. I'm thinking of rattle canning the front bumper Whoa. in the next like couple of weeks. But, but like, just get the. But, but I'm talking horse, like, but I'm, guards red though. Right? I'm talking yeah. the most rattle can job ever, but guards red. Dude, well, yeah. can't you just get like a can of touch up paint? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but, yeah. But it's not going to be like I'm not going to do like killer job. Basically, so you would do like acrylic enamel, non like just no no clear, right? Yeah, and yeah. You can wet sand it, and make it look yeah, good yeah, or something. Yeah. But for the record, Lane's good idea. idea of not doing a great job. Is yeah, come out spend fifty hours. I'm still going to spend. I still. I'm still going to spend a lot of hours, but I'm just like, yeah. I, I don't want to say like, oh, I'm painting the front end. Like it's not like, y- yeah. Are it, you going to remove the bumper? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's a huge step already yeah. versus just like, shitty, like dude, you know how much, bumper. you know how much work it would like to not remove the bumper. I'd have to do so much taping. Well, off. You know how hard it was to get that bumper to fit. That's what no, I'm concerned no, about. So the thing is it was, it was hard to get it to fit, but it's not. Na- like the way, but that was just for me to modify everything. Now I could put it on and off and, and it's perfect. Yeah. It's just, it's, so it's not hard to put on. Like if someone took it off, but I brought it to a body shop, they could put it on, make it fit perfect. I'm very it's excited. It's the, the body work that I did to it that was so hard. Why yeah. don't you just take it to the shop to have it sprayed? Cause I don't have money for that, dude. Yeah, it's it's like, out killer. I, I know exactly. You're gonna but, make it look killer. Yeah, right? but yeah, the, the thing paint, is, I need the, the, the spray paint's gonna be. Fine. I need the fender painted too, and it has um two dents on that fender. Yeah. Are sorry, are you gonna do that too? N- no, not right now. Yeah. But yeah, with, I mean, dude, it's fine. Um, I also have. I don't know if you guys have seen those, but ever since I got it painted, like right the week after I got it back, it has these two positive dents in the hood. Ooh. I'm sure you've seen those, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has these two nipples, basically. Nice. Dude, it's, they're hitting my engine. Weird. Like the, the hood's hitting your engine? Yeah, like the bad motor mounts or something. They're no, it's smooth. Like the new motor. They're, I put the motor mounts in when I bought the car, and I, I think they're pretty good. So it's that's just, just a turbo hood, right? It's not a nine twenty four turbo. Nine twenty four turbo hood. I wonder because the, maybe the nine twenty four because it's the little four cylinder. It's I know, but here's the thing: like how much a adju- <clears throat> it's literally like the nine forty four is the flattest. Like there's nothing you can do. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. Like, it's what just would they a do? flat hood. And it's not hitting extra bracing underneath. Well, it's hitting it? the That's, skin. It's actually hitting the skin. Oh, the skin. Yeah. yeah. It's poked up like yeah, a nipple. Yeah. It's poking up like yeah. a nipple. So it's hitting, you know, the, um, the injector rails. Yeah. So it's hitting right there at the front. Okay. You can see a little wear on it and you can look up and see. Yeah. And then it's hitting, I think it's the, um, uh, distributor cap housing, okay. like right there. There's like, it's a metal aluminum housing yeah. and it has like a, the highest point. I think it's hitting right there. So it's just hitting enough to like, I mean, it might be that the hood is like bowed hmm. a tiny really bit. Weird. And like when we did body work on it, we yeah. skimmed it and like leveled it out. Yeah. But it might be a little bowed underneath where it's yeah. doing that. But it seems kind of like that. That's a, that's, yeah, that's a crazy a really, tolerance. Really close too. tolerance. Yeah. So I don't know what to do. Can you can you space it? That's what I was thinking about. Adjust. Like, yeah, but that's gonna mess with all the gaps. But well, it but might make it better. Might, uh, maybe my say, gaps maybe. are. I know my gaps are a little are off right now. Like mm-hmm. my headlights aren't adjusted. I need to adjust those. Like there's, you know, I never did that after I got a painted because I crashed it. But like my headlights are way too far out, so you have these shims and you're supposed to adjust them in. And then it could be that. On my latch, I was thinking about putting a couple washers under the latch on the hood, and that yeah. would make it where it wouldn't mm-hmm. go down mm-hmm. as much. And it might be, you know, you I mean, you don't need much, right? No, exactly. And, and it's going to be close. Yeah. No what. yeah. And raising it in the front, there might be some kind of effect where if I could raise the back and the front. You should be able to do the back. Those is right where the, yeah. Yeah, where they attach the hood. But it's hitting in the front too, I'll do right? Both though, right? Yeah. I'll lift the whole thing up. And I think a little bit will go a long way. Yeah. But it's just like, that's crazy. The tolerances are that tight. Yeah. And it's super annoying because, um, yeah, it was, it was way more annoying though when I just painted the car and that happened before I crashed it. Like I saw one of the nipples, uh, like one of the dents, the positive dents. You're like, Oh no, dude. And I feel like a positive dent is like worse than a negative. I like, agree. Uh, Cause you can't feel it. But yeah, and it looks just, it has a wart. It's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a kid in high school that had a really nice Malibu, um, way nicer than he should have ever had. And, uh, he put his skateboard in the trunk on the the wheel side and it fucking went back and forth. Oh, I did that with my MR2 actually. You did? Did it mess it up, right? Yeah. It poked it out. Yeah, BMW 2002s are notorious for this. Jason oh, really? Camisa's yeah, so thin, and they don't have any uh, no. yeah. guard. Yeah. Or, uh, and it's super slick in there. They have like the slick vinyl. Yeah, because it's like above. Yeah, you, so stuff can fall in. Yeah, you need a liner. Um, Jason yeah. Camisa's um, Mercedes Cosworth. Yeah, that's like the one flaw with that car. It has one of those uh, on the left side in the rear. Oh really? Yeah. I wonder what happened. If you pointed out, you'd have a. I think attack. I did point it out oh, on the rally. I was like, so what, of course, of course. <laughs> well, <it> was, <laughs> uh, of course, what, I did. Right? Yeah. When are you doing that paint? I don't know. I'm, well, I just want. I just want to hold you to a time. Uh, I need to get like a can of touch-up paint and yeah. do it. I was thinking about if I have time this week, I was going to take the bumper off and start sanding it. It's Sweet. raining all week. By oh way. shit! Damn Is it? it? Yeah. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, well, never mind then. Uh, I have to say, I'm really, really excited about this, and I'm not kidding. Um, I'm really giddy, Lane. I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see the car, what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted to say shout out to Lane's car. A lot of people don't know this because, and I think you've talked about this before, because like the gray bumper and like it's got the stickers, but it's actually like super nice. Like, like, uh, and especially sitting in it, like the interior is so nice and you got the houndstooth interior. All the door cards are super nice. Like it's a really nice car. Also, it drives really well. Even riding in the passenger seat, I'm like, ah, oh, damn, it's so good. You know, like, cause he's got good suspension on it. Like, yeah, it's like, 
you know, it hits bumps and it just, it's firm, but it's not uncomfortable. It's not like jarring, you know, like, so yeah. it's good to make it look the way it, yeah, yeah. it needs, it needs to look good look dude. too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to like clean it up, dude. Yeah. I need like, yeah, my, my last experience was on the way home from the rally and it's yeah. like, Completely overstuffed with shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> and, and I had a memory so dirty, memory foam pillow in the center console. Yeah, rally elbow. Yeah, yeah. rally oh, elbow. Wow. Yeah, you know, rally elbow. Sometimes oh, I had medical that. supplies. Forgot about that. And then it hadn't been washed in months. Yeah. yeah. So no. so it wasn't presenting well. Yeah. But I mean, now, that, you know, that's giving you well, rally. Now good. it's still thumping, dude. I have to pack the bearings or mm. probably just get a new. I mean, axle. I'd probably just get a new axle, but yeah. that's oh, right. a bummer. Um, so, Brian, I know you have to head out, dad duty. We have 15 minutes before your uh, alleged uh, departure. exit, departure. We did buy a new vehicle for Jamie. Yeah. Should I, I squeeze that, that in now or, or, or is that's that going to be a pretty big update? No, yeah. let's, let's get to what Brian wants to talk Alrighty. about. Um, yeah, but I am surprised. I thought Macan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell you real quick. I mean, that I can answer really quickly. Uh, no, don't. No, 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 if you stop. want to go further into stop. it, we need to. Okay. There's also no such thing as really quickly when it comes to that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. I can get to it really quickly. So in 1975, <laughs> Porsche decided they were like going to build an SUV. What's really funny about that is Art said really, really quick, and then all three of us in our own ways were like, no, 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 no. Let's bring it back. Which extends the whole thing, by the way. <laughs> it yeah. does. Yeah. We're not counting for us. By the time Brian had to leave, he get to like what the car is. <laughs> yeah. 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 So who's in? Tesla crazy. Crazy fucking Cyber weird truck. truck. I, I don't like it. I don't understand what it is. I think it's awesome. Just I around the horn. It. Yes, no. I want to see it on the roads. No. No. Yes. I want to see it on the roads. Yes. Oh. I think it's really fun. It's like it's ridiculous. Like I, I mean, I don't want I don't want it for myself, but I really want people to. Dude, buy I was them. I was so there was like a timeline. Like if you look at it, like when I saw that truck, I was like so appalled. It was just like the ugliest thing I've ever seen. But then it slowly warmed on me, and it's like you go. I go through these phases, and it's like actually kind of a treat to have something so weird. And I'm yeah. I'm bought into it at this point, just to jump to the end. Uh, I, but the joke could totally be on me if he flips the switch and he's like, "Oh no, that ugly thing!" Totally joking about that. No, there's no not, way a stainless steel wedge is going to pass safety. Like, you're, but I just you don't think it'll be built. I don't think it's going to be built. I think it's going to be just like a show, a radical show car that. So they just took like how many hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions dollar orders. I mean, the yeah. hundred dollar deposits. How That's much like, money? Yeah. So I have one. Oh my god. Well, how, much is, how much do you say the vehicle? Down. How much is it supposed to be? Thirty nine. Thirty nine. It starts at that. Starts right? So forty nine. Which makes sense because it's just a drive train with like stainless steel panels on it, right? I don't know, dude. So I don't, yeah, I don't understand practical. Like, how do you fit in the back? By the way, there's a lot of space in the back. The headroom. Headroom's tattered. By the way, what headroom no, in the back seat? Look on the in, inside internal the, the, picks. They sit like on the. How uh, about blind spots? The whole fucking yeah, thing is they have cameras. Spot. Cameras. Cameras. Oh my god. That's what they're doing. I'm out. Completely out. It's so rad. Fuck Look at it, thing. dude. It's like it. full on Mad Max. Like it's, it's like it's it's so. But it's like yeah, it's so simple and and like. But it's not. It's got. Uh, it is. It's overly. Uh, Here's like, my thing. People talk about like the style. To me, what's glorious about this thing is it's anti-style. It kind of it's a litmus no, but test. That's, that's my argument. Is it's the exact opposite. No, uh, to me, this is like a litmus test of do you care about form or function? No, but that is all well. That's form. not all function. That's all form. That's not well. Function. So here's I don't know all the answers here, but here's my thought process. Like first, I see it. It's such an ugly design. Second, I read that it's a stainless steel body, and look at the I price know. tag. Oh no, no, 40, you know, starting at thirty nine. I like those. So things. what? So I just like go, roll yeah. through this. Like okay, so 
what is Elon doing? Like, why, why does it look like this? And you read through that and it's like, oh, well, maybe to be able to hit this crazy price point, you look at like ease of manufacturing and yeah, maybe sure. it's, maybe it's not designed style wise to look like a friggin' Avenger car. It's designed to minimize the number of presses that you got to do. And maybe it's because of the material. You can't do a lot of stuff with stainless steel. Therefore you end up with a wedge. That could be true. And I, then like you start adding stuff up like that. And to me, it like adds up and you're like, well, maybe, you know, people buy trucks just to do truck stuff and they don't give a shit about what it looks like and they get but tattered. Who does that? But no one's going to A lot of people do, do that. Do I don't think stuff. so. I don't think people buy, I think people buy trucks a lot of it because of how they look too. That's a big one. Well, yeah, and I don't think I mean, anyone's using I can't, that. I can't give the answer a contractor. for Like no, no contractor. Yeah, that's not like What, what if though, dude? Mm. I, I'm just saying what I think. Yeah. I don't think that's who's buying that truck yeah. at all. So does it have spots for like a roof rack and stuff? I don't see how that. easy is that to do. Oh, I don't know on that thing. Cause it has I mean, a covered you, back and everything. And it's yeah, but I don't know how you, how do you mount stuff? That weird buttress yeah. rear, uh, like ridgeline. Like, like, well, I mean, the side, right? and then how much, yeah. and it's a unibody construction and how much can I actually like tow? The payload or, is 3,500 pounds is what they say. All of this is what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, adding a, Adding a roof rack that has different mounting points to be able to make it level is like totally. I'm sure they figured straightforward. It out. There, there are there are definitely things like to me. I think the blind spot stuff for me it just like and how do you functional like, and how do you car. put a utility box on the back? Right. A lot of trades people. So to me, one thing that I saw immediately, and I I don't know, you know, I've talked with a few people about this, but the the truck uh segment of the market is like the most profitable in America, right? Like that's where the most transactions are happening. So if you can break that down into who is making up the most of that, like fleet people who are in charge of purchasing for fleet operations, or, you know, maybe it's small, medium business with, you know, three or four trucks or something like that. If you can do enough to convince them that this is the right choice and maybe they don't give a shit about how it looks and they appreciate something that's easy to clean and durable. Um, and you get the added benefit of no gas and, uh, um, there was another thing. Uh, but maybe it's enough, maybe it's enough to convince them. There are definite problems like, you know, talking through it. It's like, yeah, what it, tradespeople, they take them, the trucks home from work and, and live in where do you areas. charge? Like, are you going to have to do expense reports for Go charging in your own house? So does it have like a areas. fully flat windshield or does it have like, it looks like it. So it'll just be a, like, I mean, I can see some of that stuff's kind of cool, right? Like you just cut a piece of glass basically. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it has to be obviously special window yeah. glass and everything and shatterproof. You know, it has to have the, the layer of stuff in between safety glass and all that. But, um, and the side windows look like they're just flat, right? Right. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, yeah ease of production. No, I'm just looking at, like, production stuff oh, for, yeah, to get to that That's price, what I think right? it is, too. I but I do that. think that they could have, like, I mean, and they're obviously trying to make an impact. And it's like, yeah. oh, hey, look, it's it's all, I think, I think to counter your argument, I think yeah. it's all about the looks, dude. I think they're making Same it here. look like that. I mean, I think part of it is ease of production, like, right? But you could, like, make a square box to sit in and I don't think it would change the production greatly, but it would look more traditional mm-hmm. and it would have a, a more like a cabin that's more of a traditional cabin and for human beings rather than having this like compromised roof line that goes back and all that stuff. Um, well, I mean, I, 
before you speak too much on the interior, like yeah. I, I think it'd be probably worth looking more in depth at that because the the quick notes that I read were that it was like super spacious inside, and I think that's partly due to the the big old triangle. Well, it's also like, in flat the bottom too, right? Like it's yeah. uh, because you can yeah, put the right. seats really really yeah. low. I mean, and, if you're so sitting this is right low enough, yeah. One thing I find encouraging is this is an example of somebody actually pushing the boundaries a little bit on the skateboard chassis, right? Like the Tesla yeah. and the other ones don't. Uh, yet there have been plenty of concepts that we've seen at car shows, like the vans with the people facing each other that are maximizing the skateboard. Well, chassis. yeah, and there's always been the big right. argument. But for, this feels like a little bit further along. Yeah, than you could say like concepts. Tesla's right? like, why do they even have a front, like a front grill, right. or why do they look like a why traditional like car a at all? Right, and, yeah. and they kind of had to do that Crash just to kind of like build, you know. Yeah, and originally they had a grill basically, and now yeah, they, they don't have a grill. grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people didn't like the way they looked. It was an aesthetic thing. And they did like yeah. some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, surveys or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but I, I did want to throw this in there. You, you, we're, we're talking about, um, who is going to buy this, right? Is this going to sell because people care about the way their trucks look or whatever? So when was this launched? Like five days ago? Yeah, yeah, sure. They have over 200,000 deposits already. So yeah, like, yeah. um, I but mean, it's only a hundred bucks. It's but a scam, right? It's a hundred bucks and it's, it's a, a total scam. It's a profit. It's, totally this is to fund, it's a funding. It's a yeah. Fucking, yeah. Fonzie scheme. Yep. So Matt, well, hold Farron, on, Pyramid. Well, I mean, that's a pretty bold claim, but you know. Well, you're taking deposits on something that isn't available to sell at all, right? And so that, where does that, that money go? Is this, it just waiting in That's what they did with the Tesla Model oh, S. This they, is crowdfunding, they, right? This is a... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, is, is that is that and wrong? And there's, there's, there's it probably... It's Kickstarter. I, I guarantee with, there's writing that says, like, this car, this may not be built. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. There has to yeah, be, like, get, a, it's a, a caveat. Refundable $100 deposit. I don't yeah. know as much about this, the Tesla world as some, but Matt Farrow was tweeting, and I'll read just a, a little bit of it. Uh, he Someone kind of broke it down uh, being a total fraud. And he said, um, this is a scam and it's very obvious. If you do not treat it as such and instead treat it as a real product, you are worse than Elon. He isn't stupid. He is a criminal. You are stupid. That's such a, I mean, <laughs> like, why would you even give voice to that quote? I, I want to like, read it because it's, so, it's so extreme. That's why I like it. Um, okay. I think this thing, is how you become successful on Twitter. You just yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. you have your yeah, little, maybe. um, and then, uh, hot takes. He says, remember when Elon said reservations weren't important? Then I said the reservations and its associated stock investments, investment boost was the only thing that's important. Zero people will get the truck that looks like what you saw on the stage. Zero. So there's like very polarizing. What is this like, ra- like what is this random hate? Like, why? Well, no, I don't think why? it's, I don't think it's random. I think it's what he believes. Uh, I don't think it's random. He just, based, he thinks it's on a what? Cult, like it's a bullshit cult. That's where he's at a bullshit cult yeah people are putting money up for something that they can't they it's just a hype to give the tesla stock a boost i mean i don't know i think that's kind of looking a little too like negatively at it like this is exactly what they did it's it's, it's a good way like if you're if you're tesla how do we gauge if this should be a real thing right Make somebody put some real money down yeah. and see if they bite. And let's gauge it. Like, like, tell us if we should, should buy a thousand dollars. Right? If you're gonna buy a forty thousand dollar truck, that's why. That's why, like, thing? this whole scam thing. It's like, come on, it's a hundred bucks that's listed as refundable. And yeah, like, I know. if you're really gonna, like, why would the well? That's why it tr- seems like more of a scam. I think because oh, right. that's why would could, the conversation? This is about look. We're very rarely surprised with like car introductions and people pushing any limits at all. Like. I think we should encourage this sort of stuff and it's like, it's, it's fun to see. Why would we turn the conversation to like the possibility of Elon Musk like taking a hundred dollars from us? Like, 
the, I, I think the chances of that being true are remote and well, no, like no. to focus the conversation. Like you said, it's it refundable. Kind of lame, right? It's refundable, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. what is it doing to the stock? What, what is it doing to the brand? Well, I'm not talking about buying. I'm not talking about being a shareholder in Tesla. I'm talking about like, do we like this concept or not? Like, I yeah. think. No, but know, we have to I, look at the whole picture, right? And no, I think it's a car that I know, but you have to whatever. look at the whole picture and how it was launched and all that stuff. Like, for sure. It's I like think that saying the Model X would have revolutionized the minivan industry and that's a total flop and a piece of shit car. But right? I do think between doing the is hundred dollars, yeah. that's what, that's the part that screams scam as opposed to like a thousand dollars. Because I think if it was uh, at a hundred dollars, I think there's a lot of people that might even like forget about it and not even bother like dealing with that's how you have to get it back yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the only part that screams scam to me, like at all. And I don't think it's scam at all. Well, I, just yeah, think, I mean, like, using the word scam, I mean, they're trying I mean, to, well, test that, the, I just told you, the market, I just right. gave my yeah. exact reasoning for that was because it's like hoping people will forget about it and stuff. And then basically like having no, money sitting there. You will, I think you're making a good argument that it's a less effective test of the market when you use a hundred dollars rather than a thousand. Cause people will, yeah, yeah, but I'm it. also, but I don't, if you're making the claim that he's scamming people because it's a low number, like I just, you know, well, that's what I'm saying is because you're less likely to try and get it basically. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like selling something, that might be worth, you know, you give money back guarantee, but and then to ship it back, it's going to be $50 and you have to go, you have to send see, three yeah, envelopes I mean, I or whatever. Like, I mean, but anyway, I'm disappointed that like the only talk is about a scam. Like well, it's, it's, like, well, pretty, it's not, we're going, we're talking about one, one subject right now. Just real quick. So here's some points that you're getting excited about this truck being built, the physical truck that you saw. Yeah. So, and these are the things that people are talking about in the press and they're like going off about how this is so revolutionary and such a cool thing. So the sledgehammer that they, they use was not, it's a dead blow mallet, not designed to damage. You can buy one online. The ATV, which I said was a Tesla ATV, is a Yamaha Raptor 700R. You can buy one today. Lack of side mirrors are illegal in the United States, which makes the truck look cool. It's going to change. So show car stuff, right? The black windows looks cool. That's going to change. That's illegal, yeah. Um, well, yeah. <clears throat> where are the crumple of, zones? Like, there yeah. are a lot of questions, I know. right? So my point is yeah. you're putting a $100 deposit on something that isn't, it's vapor. It's like a drawing. That, that's all. okay to me. Can we uh, let me offer an, uh, a separate a separate discussion topic? Like, how does it compare to the trucks on the market today? Like, to me, I'm not completely convinced. Right? It's a crazy what, thing that looks pretty much terrible. But then you know, and and I'm not certain. You know, I like have proven that I have range anxiety. Like I got rid of my e-golf for that reason right. alone. Yeah. So like, I'm very sensitive to like whether or not that'll do the trick. Um, and you know, you're selling a truck, a truck is, you know, going to go everywhere. Uh, can you have a truck that's going to be effective at what it does with a 300 mile range, which is what most people would yeah, probably yeah. get. And you know, that's kind of a tough sell, right? So here's the question and, too, is and, like, and you can get a diesel pickup, that's like traditionally styled on a frame, body on frame. You know, you can get those things for, for 50 grand. 39 grand. Yeah. yeah you Colorado. Stripper, yeah. Colorado for 39. Well, even a full size truck, which I think this is more sized that way, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, maybe it's mid size. I don't know how it but, compared. Um, so like, the, I mean, that's like a more interesting thing to me. Like how, how does this compare and will we get there? I guess maybe if range is the only thing then, but yeah. stuff like the crumple zone, like, it's literally a freaking shit. I think, I think that, like, well, that's kind of the hardest part. It's like steel shit. No other company comes out with something so like not 
like so futile in its development and says, Hey, give a deposit. Right. Like, right? That, so that right. never that's happens. Like when most, you said futile, but you mean like, like I early, mean early, early in its yeah. development stage, like most yeah. cars, when they go to, um, wherever the auto show to be, to have like a show car, the show car, right. It's, it's just the show, like, um, what's it called in Europe when they display, you know, all the supercars, they're going to go there. They're not asking for deposits until they have the actual, the actual, like the, the basic finished or? car out. Mm -hmm. So they're not, you're not like taking deposits on a car that's a total I, a yeah. sketch, right? Yeah, but I With mean, a, you know, like I've, I've funded Kickstarters before. Like I'm a little loose, more loose than the average consumer, I guess. Yeah. yeah. With well, like, not really because 200,000 yeah, people did it. So I mean, I just, I, I don't know. You guys are drawing like a very strict line about like basically saying like, you know, these are terrible business practices. And for that reason, like you guys don't care for, Anything yeah, that I it represents. Don't I don't so, buy it. I think so. I mean, I, I, yeah. I want to just to your point. I think it's more of like a business I, question. It's kind of a, it ties into everything. And this is my perspective on it is that, um, I think yes, like he's clearly asking for these deposits to help, con help contribute to the development of the thing. Like he'll take money where he can, you know, like, so, um, that's, I can totally see that being the case. I mean, they did that with model three and it was pretty successful. That's fine. And in its own way, it's uh, yeah. like, it's a, it's a fresh way of thinking about the, how you fund these giant capital investments, right? Sure. Which so that, yeah. And that's other one thing. Companies aren't and doing. maybe They're the hundred dollars is, is, is definitely a part of the strategy. I don't know. These guys are like, fuck it. You know, we want, we need money. We'll do whatever it takes. So there's that. But I think also Tesla has enough of a like a, they're they're kind of enough of an innovator and like have enough like clout in now with government and everything and like influencing, you know, everything from like being green and like where the direction of the world is going and electrification and blah, blah. So they have enough clout to where they could probably change those side mirror laws. I can, I can see that happening, right? It's like, Oh, because, because they're going to use cameras. Because they're going to use yeah, cameras yeah. and I can see that I already, For sure. cameras are could, already being used. You can like, almost say like side mirrors are dangerous because they can hit pedestrians and right, stuff. Right. Adds to efficiency. And that's why, isn't that why they have to fold is pedestrian safety? Oh, really? Oh, because I, they I fold so. back, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then you have like streamlining for efficiency as well and mm -hmm. all that. And I can see that. Like there are already cars using uh, cameras in their mirrors. Um, in, yeah, like Honda Accord. Right. With the, I think with the goal of eventually replacing side mirrors. I mean, that's my, I mean, I, I could totally see that. Uh, that's my take on it. But um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's totally fake. I think that it'll be a derivative of what we saw. Of like, course. I think, it's yeah, a but, show car, right? Right, right. I mean, especially like, like you look at the tailgate down, it's like, <laughs> it's so fucking Well, funky. how does the top, like, that tonu cover work or what is that? I think it rolls it up rolls into back, the roof. Right? Uh, oh, it's on a, it's on like a, on like a, a rail. Yeah. Cause in the picture, it just looks like it's seamless. Like there's nothing there. I th at first I thought it was a solar panel, but that's what it almost, I'm almost certain it's not. I haven't seen the operation of it. I guess I they still, actually did it in the, in the thing. I, I, I wasn't watching the, the review. And I saw the interior pictures, but I feel like my eye, like they're being deceptive. Well, I mean, it's super hard to get get ideas of proportions because it's like the yeah. like the door handles yeah. like aren't so, helping. And, well, that's the thing. It's a, like, where it do you depends on how tall that thing is relative to the the floor. Of that's it. the problem. And I, think I keep having, tall. but when I have him standing there, you look at his torso and head oh, next right. to the back of that yeah. that right. door. Yeah, that does it not also, look like it. Also, it look works. At that blind spot, and if you're looking over your shoulder. To see if there's a car in that lane or something, that is the biggest freaking blind spot. But like I was car. saying, you could have literally, you could have a camera there on the inside. Yeah, you could have a screen right, right there, there, and you can yeah. have cameras and yeah, all I'm that sure stuff. They will. So the the other thing, um, 
I was going to mention, or I wanted your take on, do you think the glass thing was also part of the publicity stuff? Dude, I no, almost so feel like it has to I be, watched, but it's probably not. I saw a video of them testing it right before this launch, okay. the, the presentation in the back, you know? Yeah. And they had like tape and uh, like cloth around the body yeah. and they were testing it. And sure enough, the metal ball bounces right off. Fuck. But so they, he just That's threw so it in the wrong way, or maybe he hit the exact same spot, and they shattered. It was already weakened. I didn't see it. Like, what was the... It shattered. I know it shattered. Not shattered, but, oh. like, because it was, it was, like... Oh, it was supposed to be bulletproof? But it, yeah, but, but the ball was supposed to bounce off, it went, but it actually but did it, it. But it didn't go through the glass. It spidered it. it like, but who so, knows, that could be tent, could have held it back or whatever, but it, it fucking broke the window, and, and he did it again. That's what Elon said. He's like, well, at least it didn't go through. Yeah. And and that was, like, everywhere. And it was him talking the rest of the time with those shattered glasses. Yeah, I heard about it on I heard about it on NPR on the way here. Sure. Like you know what's it funny was though? Everywhere. To me it's that's crazy. almost like the biggest thing is like ah whatever, you know. Like they're running so fast and I'm loose. I'm surprised that you they just have that uh, attitude. It's like so I'm such I'm pro, I'm pro like new development and like trying yeah, new things. And so hokey. like it's as hokey as fuck. The way that the <laughs> car companies take it, look and this goes on from early days. It's like car companies spend all this time developing these cars and they end up being not what you want, right? And so it's I think personally that it's exciting to see someone who's like Whatever, dude. We'll change whatever we want. And sure, he's not going to get everything that he wants. And this stuff's going to get toned down. And he has to come back to reality. But there's no one that could argue that he's not doing a great job of pushing the boundaries with the Tesla stuff that he's already released. And yes, he's having production issues. But that's like... Yeah, of course, dude. The guy started a giant freaking car company. Like, you know, you got to give credit where it's due that he he's getting he may not be getting everything that he wants to get done, but who does, right? But wouldn't you argue that he could slow it down a little bit and not try to profit as much and make the cars better quality? I, he's probably Although, barely cars aren't really profit. Pro- yeah, he's probably money. barely squeaking by as it is. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the whole thing. I like there was always the like whole like Tesla will be dead in this year. Yeah, you know, it's quite leveraged all. at this point. Uh, I just don't think they're good. Yeah, the the well, one. No, there's plenty of cars on the market that will satisfy the person who wants like the what you're talking about. Like, just give me what works and we'll keep going. But but Brian, you talk about where it compares to other trucks. So I do think like the Chevy Colorado, for example. They could come out with before this comes out. They could, they could, and probably will come out with an electric truck. They yeah, have that. they had that right. prototype. And that um, I think right there, you're like, and they have the, yeah, they sell the the e-tron electric e-tron engines, whatever it is, as crate engines now, right. or they're going to, you know, they have yeah. it on display. Yeah. So I think that could happen really soon. So you could have a fully yeah. traditional truck, or you could have this, which is like a little bit like a we. You know, it's a weird design statement, right? So you're yeah. going to attract some people, right. but I think you're more going to attract, may, maybe it is the person. I don't think it's a contractor truck. I think it's, I think it's the person with another Tesla or two other, you know, and their daughter, you know, two other Teslas and they have it at their, their modern home. And it's the truck that they use to go to Home Depot or something like that. Maybe, um, it just it seems a little bit like that. And then also the one thing. I think looking at it like you're like, oh, it has flat panels. Like that's cool for production and all that. But that's kind of like, that's like the reason cars have a rounded panel is so they don't get as dented up. So they have like the strength and all that. So they advertise these panels being super strong, but I'm not sure if that's true or it's going to, yeah. 
So are they like thick? Production. Does that make them really heavy? Or? Right, and and that's oh. one thing they don't list is the yeah. weight either. Yeah, how much so is it's it? Like, yeah, and I they're mean, also saying that it's advertised at thirty nine nine, but it's a more expensive car to produce, and it's more complex than the Model Three, which they claimed was going to be thirty five thousand. But yeah. those, I think, are pretty expensive, right? They're like, dude, and I, I know people how, have paid up to you, seventy something for right. the you know top. But then ones, you option it out. I don't yeah. think there was a thirty five thousand. I, I just don't, you know, like. I am a person that threw a hundred dollars down and I don't personally believe that he can make a stainless steel truck with batteries <laughs> with, and all yeah, that with all that shit. stuff and big old tires and 16 inches of suspension travel. Right. And like the complex and you would want build drive, in the you, back. You would like, feel comfortable driving that thing. No, around. I don't know. It's, it's a, it's like a, it, it's, it's really just throwing my name in the hat. Like maybe I'll feel like I want to in two years when the time comes, but you know, I'm just reserving a spot. It's totally, you know, the, the, sh the game is just working on me where it's like, I don't want to feel left out. If I do, if it does turn out that all of the American companies come out with stuff and it's just kind of whatever. And this is, a, it does actually happen. Like I give kind of a low percent chance that it will like this and definitely like low percent in two years. Hmm. But so say in three years, just to have the option to pay a hundred bucks, it's refundable to have the option because you know, if the line is long, then there's a huge difference between having a name in early and late. Remember this, is the same thing that happened with Model Three. I mean, right? Like yeah. there was the huge list, it's a and then deposit. Though. And then it was yeah, it was thousand like a thousand, or, I think, thousand yeah. or something. And with the, mo and the, the Model S, my yeah. parents had to put a deposit down oh, to really? get the Model S, and they bucks. waited a very long time oh. until their card was and called, model, and then they order it out. Yeah, I know Model Three was like it was supposed to be two years, and it ended up being three or something like yeah. that. But you know, obviously, but it's, tons, obvious, it's bleeding edge shit, right? And obviously, so tons of people got their um. You got refunds and stuff like that. Like yeah. didn't end up going through it. I wonder what the take rate was on that and what, you yeah. know, if they do produce this in three years, what the take rate will be. That'll be interesting. But I mean, it sounds like we do know that there's no lack of people lining up to buy them, right? Definitely. Like, but a hundred bucks is, and a hundred bucks doesn't give you a true. And so, he, right. Because if they I presented it to as you as a test, as a test yeah. to see how much, I mean, this probably has everything to do with like think, wanting to show a, you know, make a good impression for shareholders. I think like, it works if better. You put it for $100, you're going to get way more. So it's going to have more of an impact. I think it works better as a Kickstarter. Like if you look at it as a Kickstarter yeah, campaign, like, like, hey, really what it donate $100. It's refundable yeah. to get us, get this product going. Basically yeah. it gives them yeah. money. And it is and more of it is more of a funding yeah. thing so than anything uh, else. Another thing that happened is Elon uh, said that look how many orders we've gotten, and it boosted the stock. And they're not orders; they're just deposits. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, of and course. So even like technically, people were calling him out on that. Yeah, and it's that's kind of where this like shuck and jive shit seems to keep coming up. I just yeah, I don't whatever. I'm not in. Yeah, you're fully in. All right, I'm out. I'm not fully in, <laughs> but I know. I think it's exciting, and I and I I am curious to hear as like the banter gets a little more formalized and like the opinions are more educated. You know, some more analysis, and and as the product actually gets friggin' developed, like that's what I'm, I'm, I'm very I'm, interested I'm to like, see how it compares to yeah. real trucks. And you know, I, you know, and and for me, it really boils down to the use cases, and that's like it cool. it really opens a very good question in my opinion, which is. Uh, you know, this giant truck market, like what are the use cases? How does that, what are these fleets? What makes up most of it? We, you, we had a trivia the other day about these amazing <laughs> like numbers of fleet sales that yeah. are happening every year. Just in California. That was just in California. That was not even including Ford, which yeah. seemed to be the most common. Right. Like those numbers were insane. Like how do you, 
how do you reach those people? Which yeah. is something that I had never really considered before. It's hard this to imagine launch. this is the answer, but maybe no, I know. But yeah, like, like three bodies or something. Yeah. There'll be a, there'll be an SUV. There'll yeah, be a, but that's uh, the thing with it. Like when the Model Three was announced, between that being announced and coming out, there was like the Bolt came out. Yeah, like you know, there was yeah. a bunch of these these other vehicles yeah. that came out and that basically did the same thing but undercut it on price and actually you could buy like you know rather than like right. having like and they didn't have the teething uh, they didn't have all the teething right. issues because they have cause they, real process they, they bring a real product out to yeah. begin with rather than like the kind of like GoPro model or or whatever where they like oh you're the well, beta it's not GoPro model. It, Kind of is though. No, GoPro, they bought, they just found cameras. In. No, no, I'm saying whenever they brought a new one out, it would be like, it would have all these teething issues and you'd have to get updates and stuff like that. You know, they would always kind of like not work right at first and stuff. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, um, I'm just wondering like how, how many trucks are going to be full electric by the time this comes out. Right. So yeah, and I think they are very, and, you know, we're right on the cusp of that. And they're probably already happening, but, and also with them, like basically they're almost like they're helping, you know, with this, they're helping other like Chevy and Ford right. with their, like when those came out, come out, they're gonna be like, Oh, well, why would I buy this thing that looks like shit when I can buy this right now? Well, I that's think it's not the, the opposite. I think that that's why, as you said, it's kind of, it has like that shock value. And I think like it's, it's, Maybe it's more niche, but there's enough volume there where it's actually profitable. I think like wait, it's, wait, well, well you want to differentiate yourself. Like you don't want to have the standard looking truck. No, right? but you're saying it's opposite, but I'm saying with, I'm saying before this even comes out. Yeah. I'm saying in the three years before yeah. this comes out. Sure. So, but so I mean, I'm saying it's going to help other truck sales, but you're saying yeah. it's the opposite. Well, I mean, but no. And I think that because of the fact that there's more focus on electric trucks, like that's still giving this truck publicity because anytime that an electric truck is mentioned, Tesla is going to come up, you know? So I feel like the whole industry gets kind of like lifted. I like with that. that. I like so the like, fact that it's pushing the other guys to think maybe a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I think I mean it's it's a collective thing, but I mean I think like I'm tr the use case question though. Like I don't know. Did, did they? Well, I mean, if Tesla didn't bring out the Model S, we definitely wouldn't have all these electric cars we have right now. Not as many. Right, right. So yeah. I'm curious though about like. Is it supposed to be like a, is it utility here that these, this thing's supposed uh, to be for? Cause, it, cause right look at it. it. It's like, He's an owner. it's got the long travel. It's <laughs> yeah. got the tires. He's a, he bought, he ordered one. Dude. I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm seeing it more kind of like, it's like this crazy moonlander looking thing. So I feel like it's supposed to be. I see it as like a Jeep. Evoke. Like it's a Jeep. A, it's or a, I see it as a Jeep as opposed to like a real pickup. Truck. Right. As right. Evoke. Evoke even. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I but like, I mean, I mean what if you guys it? don't focus on how it looks and you just think about what trucks do and what, I mean, the, the, the tow rating is super high. Yeah. Yeah. So but I mean, what, what are you going to use? Where are you going to tow stuff? Line. Are you going to, are you going to, what is the tow rating? So it's like, uh, 9, you said it's, it? it's 2 million I think 7,000, 10,000 and 12,000. 12,000 on the battery. With a 3,500 pound, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Payload capacity. That's pretty good. But then what does that do to the battery? Right? Like, yeah, and yeah. how far are you going? Like, Dude. are you, uh, can you go to Tahoe? What do you, yeah, like you cannot. It, well, you have to do but supercharge like, on the way there. And that's happening soon, right? Then because like right. raving in, in three and then years, you have like yeah. Ford and everyone's jumping well, on board. That was another thing I saw. So it's it's like, like, it was like the meme was, uh, the Rivian water cooler today. And it's the, the meme of, um, Ray Liotta laughing in Goodfellas. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like just fucking dying laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're Rivian's close. pretty decent looking. Yeah. Is, although they want, wonder what their price varies. I think they're, I think they're expensive. And that's the thing that's, I think, overlooked here Don't is the price that. points are insane. But what they they're claiming. But I understand. It's, it's a I'd big, say that there's a huge asterisk there. I know. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. And, so that's where kind of, I'm like, 
like, if you can do this for that price, like that's dude. And they're, fucking they're advertising a price three years out, dude. It's like so hard to I meet know. that. Like I just know. like, uh, I'm excited though. It's, the Rivian it's pretty, seeing, it's, seeing I'm surprised the, how much I like it with how ugly it is. Cause I really think yeah. it's ugly. I am too. And it is like, I can see how it pushes. Obviously it pushes the, you I know, like the pushing. The, it pushes yeah. all the boundaries yeah. that yeah. we know. I'm I just like really, I'm really like heartbroken that, uh, Warren, one of the biggest fans of hard driving, it's not on board with this truck because this is exactly what the cars looked like Holy in that gosh. game. Do you remember that? I love that game. Hard drive. It's so hard, by the way. It's so hard, like, right? But it's all like little really like hard, polygonal yeah. shit. All right, I'm out. All right, later, Brian. Later, See ya. And that's Brian McQueen. You're leaving the door. See you later. No, no bang on the latch on this door. No. So it's silent. Silent um, exit. I'm on the Tesla website, and they say that the Model 3 starts at 30000 um, premium long range is 39 and a performance is 48 plus all the bullshit. So apparently there is a possibility to get a $30,000 one. 30,000? Yeah. 39. Wait, what? And that's after a model three, $8,000, oh, $8, uh, gas credit. Oh, I actually heard up. prices just went down on, um, Three is like in the last like, but it is thirty nine thousand or whatever. But with the eighty six hundred dollars, so oh. that's why they just so it's a little. So they advertise it with the credit, with the yeah. credit. So gotcha. I'm assuming you get the credit. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't think anyone's bought a thirty thousand dollars Model Three. Maybe someone has. Like super bare bones, right? Fleet vehicles again. Fleet vehicles, <laughs> all the guys, fleets why? and Model Threes. Yeah, I don't know if anyone uses those. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't like Tesla as a company, so. I'm obviously I want to like them because it's California, like, it's it's American, and uh, I do appreciate what they're doing. But <laughs> yeah, it's in Fremont. I know like, where are they sourcing all this shit? Is this I've like the Shinola model or what? I'm just saying, I want them to succeed. I wish they were making, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a weird wheelhouse. one. Uh, my father-in-law is like kind of like anti-car. Like he's just like he's a total city like person. He lives like in a condo in downtown San Francisco. Like. He's all about like streamlining, you know, minimalist, like, you know, efficiency is big for him. And so like, uh, his whole thing is like, we, we were having a conversation about this the other day and we both kind of agreed that we don't foresee Tesla like in the next 50 years being like really an automotive manufacturer anymore. Like, you know, going more of the model of like building out infrastructure and batteries and all that shit. And, and like, I can see that, you know, like, cause, cause he's just like, or maybe they he asked me what my take was on Tesla. He's like, do you like them? And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think they've obviously, you know, we've talked about it a million times and everyone's talked about it, but like, obviously they, they've really kind of kickstarted this whole like industry and in like in this sector of the industry. But I, you know, we know how poorly built they are and how, how rushed everything is and all that. And they're barely profitable and all that. So, um, but, uh, I, I feel you. Like I want it to be successful too, but I, I know it's probably not going to be in cars, right? It's maybe, maybe selling make, the drivetrains to other manufacturers. Yeah, I was saying, what if they make this skateboard thing that all these other manufacturers can produce bodies and it's a very simple like plug and play thing that you just have yeah. to build it within these certain parameters yep. and it, it mounts onto this drivetrain, which is basically like a battery pack with wheels and yeah. two motors. Well, that is what the platform is. Right. The, the skateboard is the platform. That's what I'm saying. Is that, so it they has that out to, to all these other manufacturers. To Nissan or whoever. Know how to make like, nice <laughs> interiors and yeah. uh, good fit and finish. And, uh, I wouldn't fun put cars. Nissan up there with the nice interior part. <laughs> no, I, but, didn't yes. say, I didn't say Nissan. <laughs> I said Nissan as like, as like someone who needs like, they, they need to get a, a no, product out no, there. No, no, I mean, that would be smart, yeah. right? You're almost like, it's like Audi's MQB chassis is used on everything. Right. So it's like selling, it's licensing out your your skateboard, your you know your chassis yeah. to all these other companies, 
and then they can design their own bodies and that's already and, happening um, with, with their is it the powertrains or is it the batteries they provide them i don't know who do they provide powertrains for fuck i know they do batteries for rav4 and stuff oh, like so that the batteries are for yeah the batteries like yeah. battery packs oh okay all the the rav4 ones were all up in fremont you smell that is that fire smoke smoke man smoke that beef jerky mm. smells like incense or fire um or like, all right so enough of the cyber truck or like i'd like to know what the listeners think we will uh ask them for a patreon uh poll that's good, good actually so that would be good see what's good it be very pol- it's very polarizing it's uh more like pole position mm. 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 um are you guys ready for a story a story story time all right i got the new sports car market magazine this is the january 2020 edition it is like the best issue i've seen in a long time is i there mean a mclaren f1 in it oh yes there is the cover is a ferrari f40 and a carmen Ghia type 34 which i love and then there's the profile of the mclaren we saw at monterey mm. that sold at auction is that the gtr uh, or, oh no it's the lm package or something that's a weird one that's yeah, controversial that's don't uh, bring that up please there's also a profile of a CE yeah. uh, Mercedes-Benz Hammer-esque that we saw oh, yes. uh, at the Young Timer Collection. Yes. Um, we didn't see this car, but we saw it in the uh, previews. This one was sold at uh, in London. Um, nice ride. But the story is about this 1994 McLaren F1, and it is uh, kind of a weird story because it was purchased as uh, road car and then the owner modified it a little bit and then painted it and all the stuff, but it didn't affect value. It sold in Monterey for 19,000. Oh, 19, <laughs> wow. Is it a Fiero? Missed some zeros there. 19,805,000. Do you think a set now? Yeah. What, do you think a single wheel is 19,000? A single McLaren F1 wheel? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Fronts? <laughs> the fronts. <laughs> uh, no, I doubt it. Um, so this is um, this is from the owner of this car in the beginning, before it had been changed colors and added the aero pack and all this stuff. When he bought the car originally, says I had a high speed accident with uh, another F one chassis zero three three on May eighteenth, nineteen ninety five, flat out on the autobahn, five hundred meters away from where Burn Rosemeyer's deadly nineteen thirty eight crash location, doing around two hundred and thirty three miles an hour. On an 18-kilometer straight, the F1 lifted up its tail, started spinning, and smashed backwards into the barrier. Holy shit. On a previous occasion, I had been driving back to Germany after competing with a Porsche in a BPR race at Donington. The right rear tire, a Goodyear, blew. One hour driving around 186 miles an hour and a night run from Dover to Cologne had been too much. F1033 was sent to McLaren and came back on a new set of Michelins. The following test drive ended after 50 kilometers in a crash which totally destroyed the car due to a combined lack of downforce and a technical issue while changing tires. Ron Dennis and I reached a gentleman's agreement and I received a new car, F1038. (laughs) I observed its high-speed handling very carefully, was still dissatisfied and sold it. There was no road car at this time generating this sheer driving pleasure at normal speed, so I asked Harold Dermott at McLaren if he could... Convert a road car to high downforce like a GTR racer. So McLaren agreed, and I bought F1018, a normal F1 from Japan. As I was afraid that the drag would reduce top speed, I asked if the race engine upgrades could be fitted as well, but without the air restrictors. Um, the result 
Including the color combination was my choice. It was a great-looking car, but driving it was a different story. The bigger wheels led to a very big turning circle compared to a normal F1, and 018 was unwield, unwieldy like a race car, so the steering was not suited to the 18-inch wheels. At low speeds, it followed every little influence in the tarmac, and the steering lacked response. Brake cooling was poor, blah, blah, blah. It says the biggest problem is that the top speed was reached in fifth gear. Six was too long to deal with the drag. And there was no way to get another gear ratio. So at around 300 kilometers an hour, rev limiter in fifth is the end of the story. Porsche turbos are doing 330 kilometers an hour, 205 uh, miles an hour at the time. Awkward on a German Autobahn with such a machine. <laughs> and the acceleration above 136 miles an hour was also not too exciting. Not like a normal F1, as you know. So in summary, to me, the conversion was not a success. This is someone who's owned five F1s. Crazy. And has modified them to his taste, raced them, driven them across the continent. Just kind of crazy. So he's a German collector. I don't know who he is. Um, oh, I thought that was how it ends. It's like Ron Dennis's son. Or it's like no. or it's Adrian Newey or something. He says, uh, <laughs> summarizing knowledge from my side, take a normal F1 to enjoy street driving. It's a great car if you do not need more than that. Let's say 330 kilometers an hour, which, of course, is enough. The engine is just stunning. It is nimble, and it is good for daily use, too. So this car sucks is what he said. <laughs> it but it sounds of, rad, like all this stuff. I think it sucks if you're trying to fucking break, like, the Lamont. Well, but he said it's not as fun as a normal one. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's not, the street, that's not the street car. Better. Yeah. It looks yeah. good. I have mentioned this before, a very controversial statement I said once that I thought the uh, F1s are kind of boring looking stock, but once you do that high downforce or GTR shit, they're perfect. This goes back to your JDM roots. That's right, baby. I know. I want um, I want more gills and fins is what you're saying. Are you guys ready for trivia? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. What? Oh. <laughs> Should we oh, talk yeah. about that? I mean, it doesn't matter. I'll give you five minutes. Yeah. Uh, I don't even care. No, no, go for it. This Do is it. more for you guys. We already prefaced <laughs> it. Uh, so yeah, so we were going to pick up a Macan. Everyone knows that. Pick it up. Uh, no, everyone does, not everyone knows that, dude. I said it on this, on the show before uh-huh. that we were looking at a Macan, mm-hmm. um, as an option, not, not a specific one, as an option to replace the X1, cause Jamie doesn't like big cars. Um, and so we thought about that further and I'm like, well, look at, look at that Macan, look at the X1 we're in. That's actually smaller inside than, than this car. Uh, you know, and like, they're pretty small, yeah, especially so, with a kid seat. Exactly. So, so, uh, we're like, let's check out some, let's check out some Cayennes. We'll test drive some of those. You said she hated Cayennes. Uh, no, she really likes Cayennes. She I just, thought you had said she didn't like them. They were too big. The size was an issue. Yeah. That's what you said. Okay. Exactly. So, so we went and checked them out in addition to very, very, we came, Insanely close to buying a Range Rover, like really, really close. Insanely capable off road too. Insanely capable off road, and uh, and so, but then we checked out the Cayenne, and she realized that they're not as big as you would think. They're actually like what Range Rover you're looking at? Uh, just in, like a Sport HSE, yeah. yeah. And she re- she re- likes long wheelbase ones, but those are really expensive. Um, and so we were buying, you know, lightly used. You know, we wanted something that was like a lease return or something like that. Uh, and so. Uh, we checked out the Cayennes and she loved them. Like the ride quality is really nice, way better than the X1. The visibility out of it is really good. She really liked the vantage point of being up higher too. Uh, but she's like, yeah, it doesn't feel that much bigger than the X1, but it's way more spacious. Like the rear seat space is really good. The rear cargo area is really good. Um, so, so yeah, basically, I mean, in a nutshell, like it was just a matter of finding the right ones. So we did find that. We found a 2016 base model. 
with uh, v, VR6, yeah. so that uh, white, black interior. So we were looking at another one that was comparable, but um, I was stoked to, to see that we were aligned there because the other one uh, was a, a tan interior. It was like the black with tan. Yeah. And, uh, and and after she sat in the black one, she's like, no, I definitely like this more. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Um but it was, it's a perfectly specced car. It's, um, it was bought here, lo- or leased here locally at, uh, Burlingame, you know, Porsche dealership nearby. And, uh, um, the person that spec'd this out, like, basically spec'd it exactly how we wanted it. So no pano roof, like, Perfect. especially after seeing Dude. what it took, how much, and, and I know you, you mentioned this before, like, yeah. what it takes to fix those stupid things. And then just on our X1, they had to fix the little, uh, the, um, screen, the screen that yeah. came off the track. They had to basically disassemble like half of the interior. Such a stupid design. Yeah. It was really fucked. And so, yeah. you know, if this is a car that we intend on owning long term, even with a, with a warranty or whatever, you know, like, if we exceed that, like you're in really bad shape, you know, with an eight year old Cayenne, right? So, yeah. uh, so basically, um, it, all they opted for was just the premium package, which gives you a little sunroof, just a standard little moonroof sunroof, whatever, you know, it's a glass, pa- glass pane, it slides up, um, it pops up and slides. And then we also got, or they also include, uh, ventilated and heated seats. So you get the ventilated seats, which is great. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's also the, the nice sportier seats that are 14 way adjustable instead of eight way. Um, and they also got the, um, 19 inch wheels, which are not the huge ones. So tires aren't crazy instead of the 18s, nice. which look kind of goofy. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like a subtle, like very clean white over black, like yeah. lightly optioned Cayenne, which is perfect. It's the simplest one. You know, there's no supercharger. There's no supercharger and hybrid system. There's no turbos, you know, yeah. none of that. So, so, um, it's basically just like, like brakes well, are cheaper too. And brake jobs come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so. Yeah, the the thing with this with this truck was weird. Um, so as I mentioned, it was a lease return at, at Porsche Burlingame. I love but, to call it a truck, by the way. Or continue SUV. <laughs> After all this cyber car talk, it's a car. Um, so it's not a car. Um, it's what? It's SUV. not a car. It's it's a unibody. So. so I mean, that, that Tesla's a crazy now. Unibody. This is, this is a weird rabbit hole. Yeah, like, it's um, not a truck. Is it more? It's more a truck than a car, though. I don't think so. Absolutely not. I, I mean, think if you so. lowered it, it's a fucking wagon. <laughs> it's a station wagon. Mm. What, what makes it a truck? Uh, it's, it's a lifted <laughs> platform. <laughs> it, a little hand movement there. SUV, but, uh, sport utility vehicle. Yeah. Truck. <laughs> I don't have a, sporty. It's I don't have a good objective argument for this. Sports car manufacturer um, making a tall car. Yeah. Go but, on. uh, SUV. Uh huh. All right. And, uh, do you do what the hell was I talking about? Um, complexity. The simple one. Don't know. I, I just steered you off track. You did. It's truck. Oh, um, so lease. So uh, there's a chance. This is a CPO car for some reason. Oh, nice. But I didn't buy it from a Porsche dealership. Mm-hmm. And word on the street is that for Porsches, the CPO follows the car. But there's a possibility that if you buy it from a non-Porsche dealership, that that could be voided. But... One of our listeners DM me because I posted a picture of it on my feed yesterday and he's like, congrats, whatever. I work at a Porsche dealership on the East Coast. Like, let me run the VIN for you to see what's going on. Um, firstly, because apparently these have a transfer case issue, like the, this generation of, 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 um, Cayenne's. So he looked into that. The transfer case was replaced at 16,000 miles. Nice. So, which is, I mean, that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, at least I don't have to deal with that's it or huge. hopefully, you know, there's no issues here. But, um, so there's that. But, um, 
the CPO thing, you know, like we're, we're it, it basically the only way to know, which is really bizarre, is that I have to go try it, do some kind of service work and see if like it gets put, it gets rejected because on the, on the, uh, report that he ran, it shows as active. Hmm. Uh, and so this, what, what happened with this car is, uh, it was, so wait, it was bought by the previous owner from the original, like yeah. as a CPO car. Yeah. And, and so, so but, you're the third owners. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but the weird thing about it is that it was returned, I guess, I don't know, in exchange for something and it was returned to the dealership. They might have traded it in for something, but instead of the dealer trying to sell it, they, they sent it to uh, uh, wholesale and I have a, an idea why, like, because I remember talking to you about this, yeah. and, uh, Warren, cause you, you know, you dealt with this space and, uh, you were talking about typically a dealership will just sell like a lease return or a trade in, um, if they can sell it, but this thing has, deep impressions in the rear seats from fucking car seats. Mm. And, uh, although those can be fixed, you know, with heat and cooling and all that bullshit, um, I bet they're just like, fuck it. That's just, we don't even want to deal with it. You know, like I'm, I'm guessing. And so they Could just moved it. it. You know? Usually it's like the bumpers crunched, not bad. Windshields chipped, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it has a couple door dings. Oh, okay. And so they're, they they're don't like, even do any PDR work or anything like that. They might, if it's a special car or something, but that oh, one's like okay. base model, yeah, you see. know, white, but it depends on the, the Subaru. Dealer. We would do, we would basically refurb every car. Yeah, oh, so really? it depends and on the sell them because Subarus have really high resale. That too. makes sense. And so, yeah. so we'd send them to like the same guy, body shop. They would spray bumpers. They would do yeah. everything. And that's what all every single high end used car dealership does the same thing. Yeah, like they buy those auction cars. They put yeah. the two grand into it or fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, and then they sell them. Yeah. So in this case, it was it was purchased at auction by a Mazda dealership. Yeah, yeah that's why I know that yeah. dealership. Yeah. yeah. Um, so did you buy it off a Mazda dealer or off a private? Off a Mazda dealership. That's gotcha. why I'm saying the weird thing is that technically right now it should show as CPO inactive on there or should be voided, but it's somehow it's still active. And I hope that Porsche doesn't or someone at Porsche doesn't that, fuck me over and actually help me here. Yeah. Like I mean, it would be great because I I read a ton and it's like everyone says that it follows the car. You know, like. If if you go to another Porsche dealership and it was already CPO'd, like you don't have to transfer it to yourself or whatever. Yeah. Um. I guess in a private party sale you do, but like it's just a matter of notifying them, like, hey, like this is there's a new owner, but it just goes with the car. You know, it's not like that big of a deal. So uh, when's your X1 due back? Uh, December twenty first. Wow. Yeah. Not a lot of time. Yeah. One month. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I'm also a little concerned about that because uh, we went over fifteen thousand miles on the thing, so I don't remember what the penalties are for each mile. <laughs> How far over did you go? Fifteen thousand so far. Wait, fifteen thousand over? Yes. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! Man. You might you need to look at like selling it then. Yeah. So that's another thing we need to figure out like right now. <laughs> like, wow, how'd you? What? Yeah. How many was, miles were you? I think allocated? it was only like, You're only 10. You did a low one. Because we didn't, we were living in the city. We didn't go, you know, very far. And like we both worked in town. And like, then how'd it happen? Uh, I guess we took it to LA a ton. And because you're like, here, you were only, here. you've only been living out of the city for two months. And, and driving here. down a podcast, like, you know, yeah, occasionally yeah. in it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so that's scary. Uh, so we'll see what that looks like soon. Kind of like Brian on the Nurburgring right now. I know, right? Yeah, so dude. that whole thing. Um, I, I'm almost positive they would have forgiven that if we would have bought another BMW. Like that's like from that dealership. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe but Jamie didn't want one. So that's kind of fun. So huh. we'll see how that goes. Dude. I, I think, yeah, you, you need, well, you're going to have it checked out by them or whatever. And yeah, they'll yeah. give you a price, right? Yeah. But you, you might want to look at what the, what you owe, what it's worth on the used market and kind of go that way, you yeah, know, like and maybe you can nullify and you only have a month, stuff, right? So yeah. 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 So that's like, that's something that's on my, on my plate right now, which is not fun. 
Uh, but yeah, so that's cool. Oh, you should have looked at. Oh, you should have looked at trade in value at the Mazda dealer. So is uh, that? Can you do that? Yeah. So you can well, trade in the leased vehicle. Of course, oh, they buy it off. Of you? Yeah, it oh, doesn't matter. That would have been, been really shitty, though. I imagine that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I didn't consider they might have wanted to sell that car. They might have been making a fortune on that car. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even consider that. That would have been a really nice way to streamline this whole because thing. Because it's all you need to do, all they care about is getting their whatever the dollar amount is. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. 20, I don't know. <laughs> let's say it's 25 grand. I don't know what it is, but yeah. let's say it's 25 grand is what, if that's what you owe, yeah. then you could sell it on your own for 22 if you wanted to, as long as you're covering the, the difference, right? right, right, right. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, totally. But you have to do it before the lease is up. Yeah. 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 So that's something that we need to sort out like now. Yeah, they just want to get their twenty five grand out, right? Or whatever right. the number is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cayenne's red, though. I'm happy with it. Nice. I mean, it's nice. I mean, it's 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 a that big, it's a big upgrade. Such an improvement. From yeah, it's a big prior. upgrade from. It's, yeah. So that's the other thing we wanted the the two two thousand fifteen and newer yeah. like uh, like. And, uh, it's a 2015 and 2016, 2017s, oddly enough, are all comparable in price. Like it didn't even vary that much. We ended mm. up with 2016. Interesting. Um, but, um, but they're all, yeah, it's the facelifted one before the most recent one that just came out, I guess. Oh, they have a most recent one? Yeah. So it's got the, the, the taillight looks like the, um, Macan. Like the, it goes Macan. all the way across. Yeah, it goes all the way across, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I actually don't like, uh, on mm-hmm. that. I, I don't think it's a good look for the, the Cayenne. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really go with the shape of the car. Whereas like the, the ones before have like those little bubbly things that go around the yeah. in the corner. And I think that's a good look. Uh-huh. Uh, cool, dude. No, that's cool. So yeah. So I mean, Kyan it's guy. obviously primarily her car, but, um, you know, I'll be driving it and I get to enjoy it too. So have you been able to family. drive it on any kind of, uh, spirited back roads or anything like Nothing. that to yeah, feel just, like, I mean, you know, when the first one, came, I don't think I've ever driven a first gen Cayenne, but like when the first ones came out, you know, it was a big deal. Like handles pretty good for what it is, you know? Yeah. And I know they're like 800 pounds lighter now than those yeah. ones. I mean, yeah. It, or more. They, yeah. Those ones are crazy heavy and shit. Yeah. So. Very little. Yeah. It was like literally just the off ramp and on ramp. Right, yeah. And I mean, it's nice. It's, it's, it's very comfortable. Like it's, it dampens really, really well. Great seats, great steering seats wheel, are super like nice. So, dude, <laughs> Jamie said fantastic. immediately, like the first thing Jamie says is, "I love the steering wheel. Like, like mm-hmm. she really likes the design and the way it feels." They're you know, super like, nice. yeah, all the, yeah. the instrumentation's really good, and the yeah, and so all the I think gear. I think it was part of the premium package. It has the navigation on on the, in the cluster, like as um, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you can move that around. There's a lot or going on in there. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Super. You could shut that off or whatever. But, uh, but it's like, I was just thinking like, that is such a great thing. I, I think it was Jono who I was like, you fucking cheater. Like he's sitting there and it's like insanely fast car on these tw- twisty mountain roads and he can see wh- everything that's coming up. So yeah. he can like break way later, like or accelerate earlier. Cheat mode. It's totally a cheat mode. Totally. In every way. You guys are here for some trivia? Let's do it. It's trivia time. It's trivia time. This trivia is uh, brought to you by Sports Car Market Magazine. We are not paid to endorse them, but I'm a subscriber, so there you go. It's a 1999 Mazda Miata. That would be a NB Miata. Yep. This particular Miata is fitted with a Hellcat supercharged V8. What? And a six-speed Tremec manual transmission. And it is in bright orange and the engine is halfway sticking out of the hood because of course it is yeah it doesn't move 
and it is wearing slicks on all corners. Wow. It's got a Sparco racing seat. And uh, is that flared fenders or are the wheels just poke no out? They're just pump, pumped like out, like poked way out, right? They're poking out. So it's kind of a sh- weird build. Yeah, and it's got a eight and eight point eight inch Ford rear end welded up differential. Because who needs finesse? So basically, drag car, like a little tiny drag car, <laughs> drag whatever, yeah, something car. It is an NB Miata with a Hellcat engine. How much did someone pay for this at Barrett Jackson in Las oh, Vegas? Oh man, and of course it's Las Vegas. You got to figure the engine's worth a good like twenty grand, right? At least, yeah, yeah. So. This is probably where these stolen health. Uh, I'm going to say 40 grand. 65. Lane wins 36. Oh three. my God, dude. That, what a waste. What a waste. 36,000. Cause who needs that, dude? I mean, it's a great. And, and that's like, I mean, LS is one thing. Like you can fit that in. It's yeah. a low profile engine. You know, you can yeah. just like, uh, this is at Saratoga, Saratoga auto auction in Saratoga Springs, New York. Never heard of Saratoga Auto Auction. But they had a 1988 BMW 325i convertible. It's in Cirrus Blue, which is what our friend Kevin got, I believe. Um, 45,000 miles, largely original example, in spectacular, flawless condition. Body and paint appear virtually new, etc., etc., etc. Dash console and carpet's perfect. Engine compartment looks as... As it would have on the dealer's lot. Wow. So very good. Timing belt replaced recently. Underbody also remarkable for 45,000 miles. Condition one. Wow. 1988 BMW 325i convertible. convertible. This is someone's grandma. Score seats? Uh, it says. Martha's Vineyard. Uh, How many miles? Doesn't say sports seats. Hmm. 45,921 miles. I'm going to say 15. I'm going to say $39,000. Lane nails it. $15,675. Dang. And it's listed as best buy of the auction. One in level, like you never hear, and anything one. Yeah, <laughs> like I that's, know, it's right? flawless. Yeah. Perfect. This perfect. is totally like someone's you grandma's think, car in Martha's yeah. Vineyard. Bring a trailer? That, yeah. Oh, that would kill, dude. Dude, that's yeah. where you take it to bring a trailer and sell it for 20 Right away, right? for 25 yeah. yeah. Dude, I, was, I thought this was a little game of like, it's the same price as that shitty Miata. That oh, just sold me. yeah. Right. Morris not that bright. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just because you got two in a row, don't get too fucking high on your little horse over there. First little horse. Hey, diminutive. 1994. Okay, so this is the same auction. 1994 Honda Del Sol VTEC convertible. Oh, convertible. Huh? I don't know why they're I know they made convertible. Those. I know. This is Milano red over mm-hmm. gray cloth. 59,000 miles. AKA Milano Pink. <laughs> or Porsche guy, or BMW. Well, never mind. Um, body panel straight, no real dense, but abrasion and paint fade spots on rear bumper. Door handles, mirrors, and a few panels. Headlights clear, no yellowing. Possibly, possibly replaced at one time. Oh, Ooh, shit. dang. Depots. Engine compartment decent, but not carefully detailed. Stated as having a new clutch, battery alignment, brake pads within the last 3,000 miles. Interior is good, aging, you know, normal shit. Dude, who's buying that? Like, this auction sounds like, I bet this is like a muscle car auction, too. And is selling these things. Yeah, Saratoga. Uh, let's go for $7,500, Alex. <laughs> 9500 Oh, shit. 
three hundred. Two hundred miles is huge, know, right? So, so stupid. I would so much rather have. Oh, this exactly. Yeah. And you can find one with uh, twelve thousand miles on it. You right. know, like those things, they they'll go. And yeah. the people have up. They've kept them up. So yeah, you know, as long as they've had the services and yeah. stuff. Like How many that. miles is that? That one guy, the Mickey Mouse dude, dude, dude he was like eleven thousand or more. No, he has way more. Like 30 dude, he had like thirty. He was thirty. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. That's what's at. That was great, and it showed yeah. where, but in all the right ways. Yep. You know, and so that's what you would say. Uh, shows where, but in all the right ways. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They think they call it patina. I remember in uh, Dupont Registry, and I don't know what year it was. Probably eight years ago. Uh, looking at Dupont, and it was I think it was two hundred and sixty sixty nine thousand for a black on black registry. Those were the days. <laughs> But at yeah. that price, you're like, oh, that's like almost obtainable for, you know, I mean, yeah. not for me, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would I just, mean, considering yeah, that's what like a F430 or, or yeah, no, what it's an, a, a new or, 458 was yeah, yeah. or, or dude, less than a that, fucking man? major service on one of those cops. So gnarly, dude. Like the body comes off. Yeah. It's just like probably like split in half like the. Yeah. yeah. The clutch job is like insane, dude. And they have to do it like every 5,000 miles. No, I, yeah, I don't know really actually, but probably, you're probably right. Yeah. That would be rad. I, I, that's one thing I had to look for the Cayenne, right? Like just like service intervals for shit before I get into this thing. And like, I would love to see what that looks like for a current yeah. GT, right? Actually, like, I take that back. The guy, Mickey Mouse, I believe he's on his original clutch. Okay. Oh, sweet. So it's all like if you drive it the right way. Because right. people always, everyone slip slips, and, like yeah. doesn't know how to do it. You know, that's the whole thing. Yeah. I heard that they changed that though, right? Like after like you go and oh. like you go and do a service and they can, they, they changed oh, the design know. because everyone was fucking them up. I haven't heard that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember what was But there. it's basically no gap. Ass, just lift off the clutch is yeah. how you're supposed to release those cars yeah Got it. like a beginner driver mm-hmm. that's podcast thank nice. you guys for another long us. one yeah we'll see you next time bye did was I took off all the stickers on my car. Whoa! Including the the, the EWA? What? Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers, and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome, and we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out. And join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys.